Welcome everyone to episode 132 of Boutcast Podcast. I'm your host Caleb Pang, bringing the new year, 2024 now. Happy My New Year! Anacor. Look, you got a couch! What is this a different POV? Happy this New Year! Like, is this the same room? This is the same, the same room. Exact, There's the not same the same room setup? as last week. There's not the same room as last week. I mean, this like, is the same episodes. room, although... It looks um, so different. This, I see the couch. I see a yeah, table. This would be there. Okay, you moved it over yeah. a little bit more to your but, left, I guess. Sofa, dining table. I was going to get some other stuff, but I'm like, I've only got a month and a half left and it feels kind of pointless. You, you actually look uh, like you're not living in like a shack, like a closet, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a like yeah. a wash, like a gender washroom, <laughs> like where they store their supplies. <laughs> yeah, now storing my supplies. Yeah, but honestly, yeah. Uh, it was it was so annoying. Why did you like, get it for just a month though? At that point, it's not even worth it. I know, but at the same time, I was like, I'm gonna get a lot of value out of it. It barely cost me anything because I got it off like marketplace. Um, and honestly, a year ago, <laughs> I don't understand. I know, I know. <laughs> honestly well, like, as soon as i got it i was thinking that i was just like oh, i could have could have really did this earlier but yeah it's what it is yeah. now yeah better late it's, than never but i exactly. i really thought yeah. i i really thought you were going to be a never kind of guy <laughs> no, 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 no. So, honestly i love this couch also um it's pretty good so i basically got it for free i had to pay for like someone to deliver it to me okay. um it's uh an ikea thing but also, my biggest issue, and the reason I didn't get a couch earlier, is because I don't like um, certain types of secondhand furniture, yeah? So, like, a secondhand couch, I feel like that's a bit grimy, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. You can't really trust other people. It's like, it's almost Wait, like buying I, a second Isn't that a secondhand couch? It is, but, but, um, due to, like, how it was arranged, first of all, I had a really good Hoover. Um, but second of all, all the like upholstery just comes off, like it zips off. Um, so, so I was it. able to just wash everything essentially, and then mm. put it back. So that was that was a big, uh, big thing. Can't lie, because I can't lie. I can't do second hand couch, man, bro. That's like getting a second hand mattress. Yeah, yeah, but you probably obviously not as bad. <laughs> you did do it second. I didn't. I didn't get it. Yeah, no, no, no. But as in, like, if I didn't wash it. It would have been like getting a second hand mattress. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's fine. That's no, fine. No, I, I'm with you there. I think those are definitely two that I can't do. Like second hand tables, like they're fine. Um, you can clean they're them. Fine. It's Coffee easy, tables. You know? Yeah, dresser. Drawers, but what do you do with a couch? Fine. Apparently, um, you can. You know them carpet cleaners. What about a chair? A second hand chair, like a fabric chair, like one of these chairs I'm in, like a gamer mm. chair kind of. Right. It's not wood. It's not metal. It's there's fabric on it. Well, I'm not gonna lie, in it, yeah. Like, if it's specifically a gaming chair, I think it's uh, I think it's a bit questionable. I can't lie. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I trust. Nasty. I don't know if Game I trust gross. what gamers do in their gaming chairs, in it. So, well, what if they're not gamer? Um, what if they're like um, like a football player? That's I don't know. That's really random. Um, I don't know. Maybe an athlete. An athlete. This is really specific. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't been in that situation. That said, though, that said, uh, one of my friends, I think this was like a couple years ago, he found a Herman Miller chair mm -hmm. just on the street. Yeah. And those things cost a lot of money. Innit? Yeah. And honestly, if I'd have found that, I would have taken it. 
Because okay. even if I felt like it was a bit grimy, I would have probably bought the necessary things to actually get it cleaned. So I think maybe it depends on the value and like how good it is. If it's like a high value one, then I'll, I'll put in the work. Okay. If it's not, then maybe you not. You could have this sofa a year ago. I'm just yeah, saying. Just, <laughs> you had a month left. No, yeah. So uh, so what's your plan? After after this year, after your visa's up, hmm. you're gonna you're gonna leave. You're gonna try to apply for a visa again to come back next year. What's what's the situation? Um I'm not completely sure yet. So basically I'm gonna go back to London. I'm gonna be in London for at least six months. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess I'll decide across that sort of time. So one thing I've decided though, and I think this was around the time I got the the, the sofa, was like I was like, I want to stop moving, you know. Yeah. It was so good to have my own sofa. I was like, I was like getting back from work and I was like, I'm just going to chill on the sofa. You know? It's just nice to get settled, you know. Yeah, I know. And I haven't really had that in like years. So, um, Well, that's my choice though, know. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like now I'm just like, well, maybe I should stop moving around. So maybe I pick one place. Uh, maybe it will be here. Maybe not. I got to say though, Australians, yeah. I know I was warned. Yeah, I know I was warned about the weather in Melbourne, but I never really understood. And I was also like, oh, December, it might get better. December came and went. I was like, January, it might get better. Like, this is summer. Wait, yeah. what's bad about it? Bro, it's so, you know, yesterday, yeah, I got in and then all of a sudden there was a storm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the weather storm. is pretty wild. It is. It does go back and forth it is quite a insane. bit. Insane. <laughs> okay. This. This. The you thing don't is, understand, yeah. right? Until you go to Australia, you'll know. But like the weather literally fluctuates so much within just a couple hours, not oh. even like weeks or a couple of days. Like within earlier hours. today, yeah, I think it was around maybe nine a.m. Yeah, it was pissing it down. Yeah, there was like I could hear the rain on the roof. Now. Yeah. It's sunny. It but I don't get this place, innit? Yeah, it's just like, it's I don't a beautiful know, inconsistency place, as well. I you know, you know yesterday, if it's not so far from everything. It's too far from everything. Yeah, that's another issue as well, you know. I mean, uh, maybe not as much of another issue, but at the same time, it's like... Well, for you, it's not as bad. Yeah, for me, it's yeah, like, yeah. my yeah, friends and family are on the other side of the world, <laughs> you know? Where, like, yeah, for you, it's like kind of halfway. Yeah. Well, I mean, not really. It's pretty much What's the, the time difference between there and London? Like around 12 hours-ish, maybe about 11. No, there's no way it's 12 hours because for me, it's like 15. Nah, it's, but it's just the what? other way around. It's like backwards. What? Wait, what do you mean? So, so, okay, to... so for me, it's about 4 p.m., yeah? In London, it's going to be about 5 a.m. Okay, okay, so it's it's 11 hours ahead mm-hmm. for you. Oh, yeah. no, mine's more than more. Mine's more than 15, actually, I think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, so yours is eleven hour difference. Mine is oh, mine is nineteen hours. Yeah, so yeah, so, nice. so it's still it's still it's still you're still halfway compared to me. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. But I mean, nineteen hours is basically a day, so I think it's kind of even. No, I'm just. I feel like that makes sense. It's so far away. Is the, it is, it is say, very far you know? away. Yeah, it's yeah, super far true. away. It's, it's like a fifteen hour flight, I think, yeah. or something. But I mean, equally, yeah, it's, it's still far for for me to go anywhere, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm reconsidering because also there's certain other places like Brisbane and Sydney where people are like, oh, the weather's a bit better there. And I'm hearing that they're flooding. And I'm like, I don't know what kind of Australia that they were showing me on the TV all my life, but it don't exist, man. 
<laughs> it does not exist. You know, you know them pictures of people playing volleyball on the beach, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not no. the thing. They 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 play that for like the one hour of sunshine they get. <coughs> um, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Bruv, yesterday there was a piece of lightning, piece of lightning, bolt of lightning. I don't know. Um, yeah, I never heard a piece of lightning before. The the light. Wait, you've never seen lightning before? No, I've never said anyone say piece of lightning. Oh, right. Like yeah, refer yeah, to yeah, it as no, a piece. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, I saw I saw the light. Yeah, and it was like super intense. And a few seconds later, I hear the explosion and it literally sound, sounded like a bomb went off. Mm. It was insane, man. I was like, yo. What was it? Did it hit anything? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been to check. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm too interested, to be honest. I, know. I was just... Uh, a lot of us have been not the best weather. I mean, Japan's a great place, but the, the tsunamis there and the earthquakes yeah. are just sounding mad at the moment you know yeah and i don't yeah, know if it was today but apparently one. an air uh an airplane blew up what in japan yeah i'm not sure if it was today japan in the air it wouldn't mean it blew up but that's not like a yeah weather. it was today yeah it literally burst into flames wow. on the runway at tokyo but that's not that's not related to the weather that's just like a technical i know but it's wild like. Oh yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, there's yeah. things that happen everywhere. Though we're talking about the weather, though. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's still kind of nuts. Right, it's enough about this weather talk. Let's get into these YouTube okay. comments. We're really talking about weather for the nine yeah. minutes. Um, so the YouTube comments from last week, uh, ep- you know, episode came out a little bit earlier than usual, but we want to make sure people go celebrate the holidays properly with us. Mm-hmm. Omniaki said, "I expected more jelly beans." Me too. I expected more yeah. jelly beans from you, especially, but you kept it together. I mean, yeah, it's one of two things, isn't it? Yeah, it's either I do what I did and barely talk, or <laughs> yeah. I just talk. You're straight yawning halfway through. You're like, I can't, yeah. I can't, I'm stifled. It was too much. And I didn't really want to eat the whole pack. I'm not going to lie. I felt like I was smelling it for two days after. Yeah. Why do your jelly beans smell so much? Mine are like, they smell, they don't smell like anything. They're just know. in my cabinets now. I saved them, right? As well. yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. We'll save for a different day. We'll save for a different day. Stale yeah. jelly beans, you know. Yeah, I don't. Might be any good flavors, but the, the, the taste is going to be. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how stale jelly beans can be. I mean, they're already the, the density is already kind of chewy. But Crocodile says it's a shame what Unite has become. A lot of people I know have dropped off the game, played Unite to get away from the problems that Go had, but ends up being the same issues but on different platforms. Always worse when the Mewtwo slash Zacian you come up against is always cracked. And the Mewtwo Zacian that's on your team is from Wish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there's definitely a lot. Like, I think when you're comparing different games, there's always a lot of grass is greener situations. But I think all games have their own specific issues too. Uh, It just depends on how severe the issues are. Um, See, this is one thing I always wondered about Unite. I always felt like, again, I don't play and I haven't had experience playing, but I always felt like if you play solo, then you're kind of inviting a lot of uh, a lot of frustrations that people have about the game in terms of like, you know, playing with bad players and stuff like that. Whereas it's a team game, essentially. I feel like if you're playing solo, then you're kind of just, you know, you're kind of choosing to take that gamble. I feel like you should generally... Well, it kind of varies because I feel like people that... I've seen like streams of people playing as a team and I've been a part of these team games too myself where people can be really toxic towards each other, like towards your friends, right? Towards your teammates. In your own team. 
in your own team, of course. It's like sports, right? You have like like yeah, five versus five basketball. The t- teammates argue with each other all the time too, right? They're not always having the best of times, regardless of if they win or lose. Like when they wait, like that's the thing with team games. Mm-hmm. When when you lose, you have someone you can always scapegoat and blame besides yourself. <laughs> Even if it's your own fault, right? It's Even like if it's your own fault. <laughs> huh? That's it's like a, the opposite of what I believe. I I know, no, no, but but you know, even if you play with random people, you could blame other people. Yeah. But if you're playing with people you know, it doesn't stop you from blaming other people. If you want to blame other people, you still can't, right? But then you're blaming friends and you get in arguments and stuff. It's like that's why there's all like these like team dynamic issues sometimes with some of these team games. Not even just unite or like other mm-hmm. mobas, but just team games in general, right? Uh, I mean, that's that's happens in sports too, right? You see, like, like a really good team, but you got two of the best players like beefing with each other, and then all of a sudden, like, the whole dynamic falls apart, right? Even though they, on paper, they look like the best team in the world, but you yeah, know, things like I mean, that happened with like Kobe and Shaq back in the day, right? Even though they're like a really good team, they had like bad chemistry between each other. So I think like that's always part of it I, with Pokemon. I think that's why Pokemon Go, generally speaking, you can say it's toxic to a degree, but like generally speaking, I think the community's not that toxic because. You're just like you're just doing your own thing. <laughs> yeah, you're just doing your own thing, right? And like you can't really blame people. You might have like a little bit beefier there, but sportsmanship is pretty good overall. I think the player base in general is not really a problem. It's just the game might have some problems at times. Whereas like I think like a game like like League of Legends has been out for like ten plus years. Game wise and like the game, the way the game runs and everything, and the game balance, really really good in my opinion. One of the best games in terms of that, uh, based on all the hours I put into it. But it's the players that frustrate you the most, right? Whether you're playing, usually when you're playing with random people, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so tilted from my teammate, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the game that's making you upset. It's the people you play the game. And that's what people talk about when they don't like games like League or other stuff. They're like, oh, the players are so toxic. They're so toxic, blah, blah, blah. And the more I realize it, I'm just like, dude, that happens everywhere in every game. Like, every, no, It's not like the non-toxic people are playing a different game. They're just toxic people playing other games too. It's just, it's just how it is, right? It's just people, in my opinion. But, yeah, no, I don't think it's uh trust me, when you start playing with teams, teammates, you play with some of your Dracovis team uh, friends, you know? A lot of them play, right? Oh, you think a they're D gonna plays, <laughs> a D plays poly DJ being bad. Oh, I mean I've gotten to arguments with all of them all the time. Yeah. We I remember me and Polly argued for like about like like an hour straight after a game. And someone in my Twitch chat came back like 30 minutes later, like, you guys are still arguing about the same thing. <laughs> Because we're doing like a team practice for a tournament and like we're arguing about like a decision making. Like it, it happens, right? So I don't know. You you dabble into it and then you yeah, tell maybe me, I need you, more experience. You report back. Report back. Yeah. More experience. You have no experience. You just need uh, some maybe. experience. Well, yeah, yeah. More than, <laughs> yeah. More but I, I think the thing is with team games, you're it depends on the person. Uh because some people are definitely a little bit more introspective and uh have less of an ego. But I think the majority mm-hmm. of people are not like that the more majority of you have some type of ego or stubbornness or whatever and like to see fault in other people rather than themselves uh so yeah I, myself included i'm not acting like i'm above it all <laughs> like like i'll be blaming people too but there's if you if i really reflect on the games i play regardless of like it's unite or league or whatever like there's plenty of mistakes i make on a regular basis right um so but it's just like when someone starts like crap talking you then you start talking back and you get heated and then just like you sitting there like half the time just like pinging each other or typing each other the whole game rather than actually playing yeah Yeah, it happens yeah yeah i can't wait i can't wait to you to see i don't know i mean obviously i don't think i'm that kind of person in it but uh you say that now (laughs) you say that now
<laughs> we'll see. We'll see if the ego, what happens to Anacor. Uh, you know? I'd like to think. I'm I've seen people mad. get mad that you wouldn't expect to get mad. That's you know? that's what I'm thinking that you're implying, and I find that so. I'll, I'll just name a name. It's not a big deal. It's not. I, I don't think I'm like really like exposing anyone, but um, you know BJ, right? Pretty pleasant yeah, guy. Yeah, he yeah, works yeah. with you guys on Dracovis and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I've seen him tilted, tilted at your night. Yeah, <laughs> me and him gone at it too. Like I was like pissed, right? I was like super annoyed. I'm like, dude, like, like what you you talking to me like that? Like the heck, right? Watch yourself. But it, it happens, right? It happens. But you wouldn't expect it, right? Coming from him. Nah, nah. <laughs> no. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um all right, anyway. <laughs> get to another comment. Uh T Wassell says, Yeah, I meant uh that Anacor says not gonna lie a lot, and Caleb says it is what it is pretty frequently. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. Because, yeah, you do say not gonna lie quite a bit. I do say not gonna lie a lot, yeah. And I never do lie as well. It's starting to know. Um, Especially when I say it. I mean, yeah, I guess true, that's fair. True. I guess yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. You were pretty honest yeah. about the times you never hit leaderboard on GBO and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no lies found there. <laughs> Still none. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know if that do me any good lying. Like, one yeah, yeah, we can just back check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. TWSL also says, "I will say I have noticed that there are some top players in my area that I've only ever seen at cups and haven't seen at any challenges yet." Uh, so I think he was talking about regarding how mm. uh, the same kind of people go to challenge and cups. So I think that's fair, right? There's more incentive to go to cups for sure, especially because they're less frequent. But mm-hmm. unless you're really capped out on six challenges, I don't know. I feel like you. Why not go for the 15 points too? Yeah, that's true. I but guess if it's just... local, local, then it, it, it makes it a bit more. Yeah, maybe, I mean, it? You, yeah it's possible some players like... will tr- travel further for a cup. That yeah, isn't, exactly. You know. yeah. Apparently, uh, if you get top cut in a cup, that's automatic 32 points. I guess. Top What's cut top cut? Top four or top I eight? Know. I was just watching Inadequences like video on the cup, and I, I believe it was top four for the one he was at. Um, but I guess it's after Swiss. So basically, if you get top car after Swiss, do you know what? Maybe that also just depends on how many people there are. So, yeah. But still, yeah. that's kind of wild. 32 points is... No, I feel like it can't be lot, based on how many people. Winning. I feel like it's they can only allocate a certain amount of people regardless of how many right. people show up. That's my guess. Because right. if, if that's not the case, then if there's only a four-person cup, then maybe the four players shouldn't get any points if, it, if it's based on size, right? But I if think it's the just points... F- that is wild, yeah, yeah. But no, no, but I know for a fact that if there's one four people out of cup, they all get points. That's mad. Even if they lose every game. So so that's, so that's what I'm saying. Like it's for the... Probably, yeah. But so that's what I'm saying if it's top four, top eight and stuff, because the yeah. top cut... Top cup might look different for like a 100-person cup, but it's not like all top 16 get, you know, 32 points. I would... I don't think... That's my guess. I don't think so. But again, people can correct me if I'm mistaken in the comments. Uh, TOS also says, I agree that the ratio of points for different level events seems a bit off, but I don't think that reducing the points for cups is the answer. There are parts of the world that will heavily rely on locals to produce enough qualifiers from their area, and the increased points are also important in terms of trying to grow local communities. Personally, I would like to see regionals award more points for Go. If you look at the difficulty to points ratio for regionals compared to both locals and ICs, I feel like regionals are currently undervalued comparatively. I'd agree with that. I think that's fair. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, regionals. Yeah, I think so because the because internationals you get a lot more bang for your yeah, buck for yeah. sure. Yeah, regionals. I think what like if you get like number two or like if you finish runner up, I think like top sixteen or something at an international might be similar. I, I don't know the specific yeah. breakdown. It might be. A I also feel like I, I don't know, but I feel like the uh, 
the difference between first place and second place points wise is that kind of unfortunate if i it's either it's 200 for first what's what's 200 second for place? first i think second place is 150? either 160 or 130 let me just double okay. check because i always i always remember like i'm always typing it out when like after we we finish a regional and we're just like listing yeah let me just look it up real quick so for then... for regional it's 200 for first and 160 for second yeah and an international it's oh yeah this is why the difference is big it's 160 it, it, assuming you have at least 80 participants which uh-huh. pretty much every international yeah will have over 80 it's you get 160 points if you're if you're in the top 32 that's wow. a big difference top 32 gets, gets 160 the same as second place in a regional yeah that is a pretty big disparity yeah that's kind of mad I gotta say, and like traveling to a regional, it could be just as pricey as an international, mm-hmm. if yeah. not even pricier, depending on where you're going. So, yeah. I do agree. I think that there's something yeah, I think there's definitely like a that. way of um, balancing, like balancing, enabling players from regions that don't have uh, frequent events to be able to nearly either fully qualify or. Yeah, like fully qualify through locals, but then also um, making it so that in the regions that do have events, it's not as uh, significant. I don't know. Um, there's, I don't know. I mean, this might be a personal issue with me, right? So definitely, I'd, I don't want to speak for others. And, you know, you could dislike me for saying this if you want to. Uh, I mean, I'm just being honest here. But... When I see someone take a photo of like a cup they had, like a fifty point cup, and there's like five people <laughs> at it, maybe six, seven, yeah. maybe. even eight, it's like a little fishy, right? Because yeah. I know, like, I mean, there's a lot of points going around for barely any people. They're playing like three round tournaments. Yeah, it just makes me feel like, and I hate that I feel this way, but I'm just being honest here. It just makes me feel like the points they got are undeserved. Not to say that they can't win that at a bigger tournament if they were there. But you wouldn't know because there's just like eight people or they had to play a couple people. And it's not their fault, right? They showed up. If that was me, I would show up, right? I wouldn't I wouldn't skip out on a four-person go cup. But I do think like it's it feels it's it feels weird. It's like it's hard for me to say, wow, like well deserved, right? Congratulations, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. As a counterpoint example, though, I did see one tournament in Toronto, and they had their, their tournament was stacked, stacked. They, I think they literally, literally did have like maybe seven or eight players. But their tournament were like, I think like majority of those players. Those were ones with like half of icy wind and then just a, a bunch. Of the... Yeah, yeah, and a bunch yeah. of them already made top cut this mm-hmm. season at legit big regional tournaments. So for that one, again, like I, I felt different. I felt very different. I was like, wow, actually, that honestly, that sounds like a nightmare because every round you play is going to be a tough com- opponent, even if there's only like ten people there. Whereas sometimes I see these, and I'm just like, it's four people, and none of you ever made top cup at anything, right? And again, I, I feel bad like saying that because you know it doesn't mean they didn't deserve it or whatever, but it just it kind of like robs a little bit of the uh, significance of the points they earn. But again, it's not their fault. I'm not blaming them. There's nothing they wrong they did. It's it's nothing the organizers did wrong. I think it's just unfortunately a symptom of 
the format. I feel a little bit like when Dash when he said uh, Salt Lake City was a low skill tournament. I feel like I feel like I'm playing that villain role right now when I'm talking about this. A little bit, a little I mean, bit. But yeah, you know, key, I, yeah, but, but I, I, don't I don't know. I don't know what the fix is. You know, yeah. I, I think maybe. Uh, I it's think also Tua possible Stel's that point because is it's our good. first year that maybe it will feel more like this. But then once once we have a season where locals are available from the jump for everyone locals are also established as well so it's not a case of like oh try and get your local card shop to start here like they've already started and people are more aware then maybe you will have less of you know this kind of thing of like you know five people at a cup i think the other part that has me feeling a type of way is also the fact that like you could earn the same. We talked about this in previous episode too, so I'm kind of rehashing a little bit. We could earn the same amount of points from local tournaments at all regions, but the qualification yeah, points yeah. total required is not the same. Like it is, it is like I get why NA has more point requirements, but it is also just still expensive to go to all these, right? And I, like, like it's it's still costly. It's not like it's free to fly these tournaments, even if you have the time to do it. You need the time and the resources and stuff. And I feel for players that say, I don't have the budget in me to fly to all these tournaments. I can go to locals, but you can't qualify through locals only in North America. Uh, you can't even come close to it. I mean, you get a little bit past halfway if you get first in every one of them. But one, you have to assume they actually have all challenges and cups available. Two, you have to assume you can get first in all of them. And they're not. that's not an easy thing to do, right? Like, How many people has won six first place challenges and six first place cups already? And have like a decent pool of players, right? Like I don't think anyone in the world has. And if they have, I need to see. I need to see a picture of the people you're playing. Guess who you playing against <laughs> in these tournaments, right? If it's you and your three friends that just downloaded the app five minutes ago, that's that's um, it's a little sketch. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I, I just feel like obviously it's not a perfect system, and I'm not blaming anyone for this because you could. I don't know if there'll ever be a perfect system, and that's not on anyone's. That's doesn't fall on anyone, in my opinion. But I do think. I do think like what TWSL brought up is actually a really good point to potentially increase um, some of the traction for the regionals in particular. Challenges for 15 points is also, it's a lot of work for 15 points. Yeah, Like some of these challenges are like eight round tournaments. Yeah. My, like 25 my, would be nice. 25. Yeah, 25 I would like 25 a lot. 25 would be 25 good. 25 sounds sick. Yeah. But okay, so let's think about this. So six challenges and six cups, uh-huh. right? So how many total points would that be? You so want to pull out your calculator? Four- <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm, so, trained. Yeah. I'm trained. Yeah, you're trained. You know. So 450 total points. Yeah. I'm not going to check your math on that. I'm just assuming you know it. If, if you're wrong, people better roast you. <laughs> like, I, didn't even, I didn't even do the mental math. So, so that, that is a lot of points, though. And I think... Uh-huh. I think for me personally, but then you'd have to adjust. Would, you'd have to adjust other sort of things, and so I think there needs to be some adjustment. This is just my personal take. I know some people won't like it, especially from other regions outside of NA. But I think you do need to reduce the total point cap you can earn from different regions based on their point threshold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just yeah, my yeah. take. Yeah. I know not everyone's going to like it, especially if you're from a region that's not NA that needs less points because you're like, well, you're just saying that because it was NA or whatever. We all have a lot, I, you know. I, um, obviously everyone's biased right myself included yeah. in that regard but i do think it just i don't know it just feels weird to just qualify straight off of just locals alone or pretty much get to 90 plus percent of your total requirement yeah. but i don't want places like australia and new zealand not to have locals ever i think that's important but i do yeah. think that like you should have to go to at least one regional do okay ish 
okay-ish. I'm not even saying like like <laughs> top two, right? Just okay-ish. Maybe a top eight finish. Is that that's not too much to ask for, right? Just to no, you do rough in a couple locals and get one top cut yeah. to qualify a world, that's pretty doable. I think I think that's valid for a place like Australia where there actually are events. But thinking about a place like, for example, Argentina. Um, yeah, Latam is definitely. Yeah, I think in Latam there's a bigger issue. Maybe, like I don't know if you you split Brazil and, but then again, Brazil is a big country as well. But I, like I don't know how if you pricey split is Brazil, the flight to New Zealand and back and forth because that's also not an easy thing for New Zealanders either. Uh, I think it's not Australia. as yeah. I, th- I don't think it's like that viable. I don't know exactly how much it is, but I'm assuming it's probably like around. <laughs> I don't know. Four five hundred dollars. Look, like all this we're saying all this, and honestly, the least fair region is TPC regions that, that literally yeah. have like one <laughs> chance to qualify a year outside of Japan, yeah. right? So, but that's a whole uh, yeah, that's a TPC. That's a whole so. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a little bit mixed bag that's situation. True, um, yeah. Imagine if NA and EU and all the other non the TPCI regions were like that. You just get one tournament you could enter a year. No, but you know what would be nice because in um in VGC they have online tournaments which contribute. So, um, for example, I believe for our TPCI regions too. Yeah. So uh, I think how it works is if let's say for example they do. I don't know if they still call it the Players' Cup, but basically they have like a large online tournament and I think mm-hmm. they have about three of them. And yep. for Japan and Korea, or maybe just Korea, it is how they determine who qualifies for their like PJCS equivalent, right? Yeah. Um, whereas for anyone else who enters it, they just get championship points if they if they oh really oh it's open internationally to everyone else yeah so it's open internationally yeah let's say for example you're a korean player and you get 10th yeah so you're you know but and then there's another korean player who gets maybe second Mm -hmm. but you're the second korean player so you're essentially second in oh that's kind of um if i'm up there as well fifth i'm not korean then I'm just going to get... There. So they basically, they separate out the results at the but end. But they have a top cut too. So for the top cut that... Like not, the top for the, not for this tournament in particular. Not for this the is like a... Yeah, this this particular tournament oh, is okay. like open to everyone online. You can just enter it um, whenever. Because I know VGC it, last year, they had some top cut situation, but all the players got disqualified because they all ran like metronome. Yeah, yeah. Board. So that would have been like their PJCS equivalent. So that's like the wow. the tournament to qualify. So... You know, Wait, that's, so what's that's the point still... of the Players' Cup for the Koreans then, if that's not their specific tournament? What did they get out of that one? They can so also they, qualify so through they, the Players' they, Cup and they their... Qualify, so they play it so that they can qualify for their um, like actual yeah, like national tournament or whatever. I need people to fact um, check this. This sounds kind of wild. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, <laughs> d- double check, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. So it's like everyone Anderson, can play he it. He never lied, but this sounds like it might be I don't lie. He doesn't lie, he's just misinformed. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're fine, yeah. No misinformation for 2024, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's bold. That's a bold statement. You, every time you misinform <laughs> no, people, I'm going to I'm gonna call it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, like, yeah, everyone can enter the tournament. And then at the end of it, they separate out the players in terms of how they think the results. So it's like okay. you getting first if you're from Korea doesn't take away from um you know a non-korean playing player getting first Mm -hmm. they you know they distribute it accordingly but um i think that would be sick you know if we had like a not saying a go battle league tournament but just an online tournament in general um again it it, uh facilitates for people who can't travel to places it gives them another opportunity to actually um 
you know, uh, like gain some points and something like that. So, um, yeah, I think I think that'd be a good thing to implement. But yeah, doesn't look like it'll be the case anytime soon. But you know, yeah, at least there's precedent for it in the other games. TBSL comments continues. Uh, my guess is they might not be able to operate in other parts of Africa due to local laws. This is when we talked about, you know, why there aren't. Mm-hmm. It's just South Africa, right? For for Africa, and it's like I'm not gonna lie, bro. I I think that they probably have. I I know it's like local. I think it's a a combination of infrastructure plus can't be bothered. Do you know uh, what I mean? I don't know about can't be. What does can't be bother mean? What is like. Okay, okay, you TPCI, yeah, like yeah. they're already struggling to put on events in like Latin American countries where they know there's a large player base. Yeah, I don't think that they'll even bother with. Well, Africa well, well, but now. yeah, but what, what makes them? What's the struggle? I don't know what the from? struggle is. I don't know what the struggle is. Yeah, are, but they seem to be struggling. Um, I just I and. I'm not saying that they, they, this should be, but I just. But it, the struggle could be due them. to local laws, right? Yeah, I guess it could be, but <laughs> I, I just, I just don't see. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like being like overly skeptical, but I don't know. I don't. Well, see I know. I'm no, no. Like, that's fine to be overly skeptical. I'm just yeah. wondering what's the skepticism originally. I just, from? I just do don't the see them is? putting any effort into Africa. It doesn't look like a. Well, I think the thing is, if there's not a player base for it, then what's the point? Right, they're not going to put an effort to host a tournament in Antarctica, right? Because there's not a player base for it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. if there's not a player base in Nigeria for Pokemon, then what's the point of hosting a tournament there? Who's going to fly into Nigeria? For Do you that? think there's much of a player base in South Africa? There might be. I I uh, I don't know. There there might. I mean, I know there's a player base for Pokemon Go in South Africa because we had someone that go went to Silph Worlds from South Africa. Yeah, that's true. Maybe not a ton of players, but there's some. For Pokemon Go, at least. But, I mean, they're not hosting tournaments there specifically. just if you can earn mm-hmm. championship points. Um, but, anyway, uh, his comment continues. Not totally sure, though, but I've heard from people that have been involved in play Pokemon for a while in the other games that local laws, video game and gambling laws, affect where they can and can't hold locals and also impact where they can hold regionals versus special events versus nothing. That makes sense, too. I mean, yeah, the locals thing, I guess, makes sense. The yeah, I mean, again, if there's not a if there's not an interest for it, that's one thing. But also, if the laws don't line with it, then it's just like it's like a double whammy. And mm-hmm. I don't know how much interest there are there is in Africa for Pokemon in general. Uh, it depends on the areas too, right? But I used to work for a public health organization that worked. We worked a bunch of countries in Africa and South America and parts of Asia as well. And uh, I mean, obviously, the places we were working with, we worked with like neglected tropical diseases they they just didn't have infrastructure for for a lot of things in general um obviously that doesn't speak to in, the entire country uh that they're from but i can see why there's not a lot of pokemon fans in some of those countries but you know part of it's just they might have never had the exposure for it uh as far as asia goes the reason that's all held online is because those are tbc markets rather than tbci markets so tbc is in charge of those areas and has decided to run things that way i wish Things were more uniform between TPC and TPCI markets, but unfortunately, that's not the case. Yeah, and that's a tough one too because if my understanding is correct, TPC like the hierarchy is TPC then TPCI. So even TPCI is running these tournaments and they like the formats they're doing it. They can't just go to TPC, who's kind of their their boss or their the hierarchy. They're they're ahead of them 
and be like, yeah, hey, we don't like the way you're doing it. You got to change your arse system. They can make me rec- make a recommendation, but... <laughs> yeah. It's a shame, though, because, you know, there's um, um, some Asian countries that get, like, the equivalent of a regional in BGC. So I think Taiwan had a, a recent... Uh, really? Regional, but it's like... Because uh, I think it's named something different, but essentially mm-hmm. it's a regional. Mm. Um, so that would be cool, you know. Again, that, that there's precedent in other games, so... yeah. Um, it'd be cool if they could. I need China to get their stuff together, man. I mean, oh, China is just like fully banned, isn't it? Everything, yeah. You can't. (laughs) Okay, so to be fair, I haven't back been back to China since Pokemon Go launched. Uh But I'm really curious if I get GPL in China if I go visit. Because for me, like from a content perspective, I don't care if I can't catch certain things at events. But if I can't have a GPL for the entire week I'm there, like, what am I doing, right? We ain't recording no <laughs> podcast when I'm in China, that's for sure, right? There's no way. Everything's, like, banned. Do, I would have to use VPN for everything, like Discord yeah. and Google. WeChat recorder or something. Yeah, literally everything. Yeah. Gmail's banned, YouTube's banned, Facebook's banned, Instagram's banned, uh, Discord's most definitely banned. You know, fine enough, League of Legends and Dota's huge in China. It's not banned. No, no, no. They yeah, have full on broadcasts. They, they have full teams. No, they spend millions yeah, of dollars yeah. funding these teams. It's actually really well, interesting. The government I, funds them. I don't know if it's government, but they're big corporations yeah, that fund it for sure. I, I was talking to my uh, friend and VGC commentator, Joe Brown, about this when we were in Brazil. I was like, uh, break, break it down. Like, what's the rules? And there's like a rule in league where you can only pick up, each team can only have two Korean players. Like, there's, like, a clause. Or two international players <laughs> outside your region. And they're always Korean because, like, they're, like, the best. So they don't try to recruit. They're not going... Like, in the U.S., you're not going to recruit two Chinese players onto your team. We could recruit two Korean players. Uh-huh. And so... And there's a lot of Korean players that play on Chinese teams. And I was just thinking, well, Korea's... Like, if the teams are really good in Korea, why would they leave Korea to go play for China? And he said, what's well, the money? And so the Chinese teams are willing to dish out more money to recruit these players. So there's definitely like a little stigma, I think, in Korea where like some of these Korean players, top Korean players will go play for Chinese teams because, you know, they're kind of like selling out a little bit for the cash <laughs> to play for a different nation. But the best teams in league, I think outside the first year, apparently it's uh-huh. always China or Korea that wins. And you got to think about it. Every time China wins, it's two out of the five players are Korean. <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny to me but um but yeah it's, uh, it's like footballers going to play for saudi clubs so yeah pretty funny. much yeah exactly yeah. exactly so yeah i uh, always thought uh, like it's a shame that um go is banned because um i imagine there'd be loads of really really good chinese players you know um and i think um there was you know, like funny a- enough though for go I, I don't know how much for VGC and TCG and stuff, but I think just in general for Pokemon games, mm-hmm. the the whole like, oh, the best gamers are from Korea or China is not really, or like even Japan is not really applied as much as other games. Like in all, some other what? games, like like League, like like I said, literally no teams won Worlds except except for maybe the first year when it was like yeah. wasn't as big. Besides the Chinese and Korean team, that's crazy. Like they like they haven't gotten like top four, I think. Like it's it's like literally once all the Western teams, like the European and U.S. Uh, like North America teams, are out, they're like, all right, here's where the real competition begins. Like that's like it's yeah. like like when like when the North America team got eliminated this year, like the exit interview, the guys like, oh, like hope you all turn into like the North America league more and stuff. Like please watch more, and everyone's just laughing. Like what do you mean we're gonna, we're not going <laughs> to watch that? Like if we want to watch real competitive, we're going to watch the Korean leagues or the or the Chinese league. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know, you know. I mean, I, I feel like... But I, for Go, it's different. Yeah, for for I, a lot of Pokemon games, is, I, I want to like. say that... I, I want to say that because... Um, because show six is essentially like outside of the the championship series is something that we've had to organize on our own that maybe that's a reason right um because the japanese players for example they still absolutely dominate the gbl leaderboards and so do like a lot of asians in general like I yeah but so do a lot of non-asians too right like they they do it's that's not, true, it's but, not it's not as but the thing is is that like with the there are so many Asian players, yeah, where if you don't have any knowledge of Asian players or like you've only seen Worlds, you won't have a clue who they are, yeah? And yeah. they're all up in the like, you know, first uh, first page and everything like that. Whereas a lot of the people that you get who are non-Asian, who, you know, are frequently leaderboards, you generally know who they are because like maybe you've seen them at an event or something like that. Um, so I feel like there's a... There's a lot of Asians that seem to have like a, you know, a lot of uh, potential at GBL and maybe just not had either the opportunity to translate that into show six. Like maybe they, you know, didn't enter. Yeah, but remember what you said a couple months ago? You said that, uh, I think it was when we first had you you and Polly on from the Dracovis mm-hmm. segment, you said that after that first year at Worlds in London, the Japanese players like, Oh, we gotta get our show six act together, right? Like, yeah, but I don't know how much they they weren't into it. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't don't know to what extent they did it. I'm not hating on like Japanese players or like Asian players in general, right? From 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 the Asian countries, but it didn't seem it didn't seem like maybe maybe yeah yeah, maybe we need another year. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, uh, because this is also world is not the biggest sample size, and a lot could go wrong in a double elimination format. So maybe I'm a little being a little too harsh. Right, maybe we need to see more years of worlds to see yeah, how maybe, that goes. Maybe. But this is the thing that again, this kind of kills me. Is it's so much easier to qualify for worlds from a TPCI region than TBC region. Yeah. You're going, you're going to be even more outnumbered, in my opinion, from qualification standpoint this year. Yeah, that's true. The way, way more outnumbered. Way I mean, they haven't outnumbered. announced what's happening this year in terms of TPC. So, you know, well, like, are they going to double their either. qualification numbers? Because I feel like uh, for I don't know, yeah. NA. Yeah. And like EU and other regions, you could it, right? you could yeah. literally double, especially yeah, because true. there's locals now in EU and yeah. NA, and and I guess LATAM to a degree too. Yeah. That's uh, true. That's true. I don't know. I, feel, I don't I know. Bad. Obviously, I feel bad. You know, you know for the. Signed, but yeah, it's true. It's essentially quite unfortunate. But I mean, again, just because you qualify doesn't mean you're going to go right. So that's, yeah, that's yeah, also yeah. part of it. But I think I think a lot of people, especially because it's in Hawaii, it's a cheaper place to travel for NA players mm-hmm. and for LATAM too. And honestly. also Asian players as well. Yeah. Is it cheap? Is it actually? Well, I mean, it's easier. It's like easier, but it doesn't make any cheaper, right? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You know, well, okay, not cheaper than Japan, but obviously cheaper than the US, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, we'll see. Uh, I think. Oh yeah, and then yeah, that was the last part of Tiwasa's comment. Man, we really went on a tangent there. Um, and funny enough for Dota though I've been keeping up with the official Dota scene for a while mm. it's also another MOBA like league and Unite it, it used to be very Chinese dominated but it's there's a lot of like Western teams that succeeded over the years too actually the first team to go back to back champions and, and just win two championship titles in general but back to back years was a European team so yeah yeah uh, anyway Chad uh, 
uh, Hardery says, great podcast. Once again, guys, keep it up. You mentioned at one point what could be done to make PvP more dynamic slash interesting. While the current changes to the meta have resulted in a good balance and, su- and the suggestion about the timer change is good, what about the incorporation of the size feature as an impact to the damage inflicted slash sustained as additional elements? Uh, what do you think about that? Let me read the rest of the comment first because I think okay, he yeah, talks yeah. a little bit more about size afterwards. What if the size difference from average had an impact on the damage? For example, if he had a extra, extra small, uh, a small size, the damage sustained from charge attacks is reduced as it's more difficult to hit, but damage inflicted is also reduced as it is smaller. Uh, for extra extra large, the reverse will apply. It would suffer from increased damage sustained from charge attacks, but also would inflict increased damage from charge attacks. Oh, I don't know about that? that one. You know, <laughs> like the thing it is, could like, also I feel be like... Seen it, like let's do it this way, right? You might be smaller, right? So it's hard to hit. <laughs> yeah. But I'm thinking, right? Like a it's like a small rattata. That hyper beam going to hurt, right? It doesn't matter how small you are. You even get hit by a little bit. I feel like that's gonna hurt. <laughs> Do you know what the thing is, is that I feel like they are kind of gearing up to have uh, size influence things, right? So the two things that I feel like they're potentially gearing up to do is one, um, maybe uh, like health absorbing moves, right? So for example, you got parabolic charge and realistically the only use of parabolic charge in like the main game is supposed to, you know, get you some help. And at the moment it's just like, an awful move because it doesn't have a secondary effect, which it feels like it should have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe maybe they just end up give, making that defense boost like Drain Punch instead of uh, health absorbing thing. Um, but also the other thing is, for example, Heavy Slam. So I think Heavy Slam has or maybe had the same stats as Iron Head. Um, whereas in the main series games, Heavy Slam is influenced by the weight of your Pokemon and also your opponent's Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, same, for example, like Grass Knot. So Grass Knot and Power Whip are the exact same, right? Whereas Grass Knot actually is influenced in the main games by how heavy your opponent's Pokemon is. So I feel like they were potentially gearing up for that to be a thing. Um, and I think in those situations, because it's like a... It's like, you know, if you're using Grass Knot, if you're choosing to use Grass Knot, then you're choosing to use it with the intention that like you know that it's um the weight is gonna uh affect the move right but if it's everything that the weight is affecting i don't know man that sounds kind of long you know so for uh, me personally i don't think it's a bad idea my biggest hesitation though with this and this is kind of like a probably like a niantic philosophical issue is if there's no way to change the size once you have it, it's no it's another barrier to entry to VP, yeah. right? Because it's another thing that's hard to get, right? It's very hard to get the right IVs. Uh, sometimes it's hard to get the right move set because mm-hmm. you have to evolve it during a certain time. There's certain point where you can't even trade like the Ox Defense, so you have to be around to rate it. Right? It's just, there's no way you can trade it. It's completely inaccessible right now. And since when was the last time we had the Ox Defense and rates forever ago? It's been yeah, a long time. It's been over a year. Time, it? yeah. It's been a while, right? Mm-hmm. And so. So again, accessibility. Like I, I think that's what VGC does really well. Is that yes, there's a lot of factors, right? They got like EVs, IVs, whatever, right? And all like so many different stat values. But they have bottle caps. We could max everything to perfect if it's not perfect already. 
And then they're also introducing, if they haven't introduced already on the DLC content, it's like it's like the opposite podcast where you can reduce the IVs. Is it? There is. There used to cool. not be, but they yeah. actually introduced it more recently in their DLC content, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's big. Wow. So, yeah, so that, that way, if they want to go for trick room shots where they want like low speed or low attack. So now there's can, nothing that they can't control. There's nothing they can't control. Amazing. And so that's so 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 the beauty of it is yes, the game's complicated. There's so many different factors that come into play, but you can control those factors easily, and you craft a team you want easily for that. You don't have to spend forever grinding, like uh whatever like uh whatever Pokemon you're looking for on a specific IV spread, just to have it when you could just get the acquire the items you need to do it, and it's not that hard to get these items yeah. too. And so I, I guess think, the uh, the equivalent of this like weight suggestion is pretty much just shadows, because they are doing more damage and taking less damage, or like taking more damage as well. Yeah, as well. yeah, that's true. And it like, is kind of like a shadow. To, yeah, and if you had to like, I mean, shadows again are already like yeah inaccessible ish. So you, you know, could actually amplify the shadow even more, right? Yeah. You want like an extra small shadow, extra yeah. extra small. <laughs> Again, uh, like I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, you you do like create a even you stretch out the power levels even more from mm-hmm. like the from the endpoint to the endpoints, which I don't think is a bad idea. I just think it's super inaccessible. It, it becomes it makes the game less and less accessible. Which from Niantic's end, I can see that they might like it because it's like oh, they keep you yeah. grinding. It's more of a forever game. But it definitely becomes more and more frustrating for players trying to build a good team or trying to get into the game. For those of us that already have stuff, like, okay, if I don't have an extra, extra small, whatever, it's not a big deal. I'll just use all the stuff, right? But for other people, they're trying to build, you know, it's just like, and nothing's cheap, you know? Stardust doesn't come easy and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, the game's a huge grind, and I don't, I don't love that. I don't love that. I think a little bit of grinding's good, for sure. But it is hard to build a full team, a ready team for PvP in official format. It's going to be even harder if extra, extra small, extra, extra large, whatever is a factor, in my opinion. So I, again, I don't hate the idea. I just think that you need to be able to customize it much more once you have the Pokemon. You need to be able to downsize the Pokemon or make it larger. But then like they're like, oh, well, then that's going to ruin the showcase stuff. Right? Everyone's going to just soup up everything to be super, super large or yeah. whatever for that. So... I don't know if showcase is our biggest uh, concern at the moment. I finally won a showcase, actually. <laughs> I actually got first have. place. Is it like no, a I showcase had... that nobody entered? No, no, no. My area, there's oh, a lot. Right. It's, it's, it's always, I couldn't get into my showcase today when I walked by it. Oh, but I just got, I just had a big ponytail or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. it was like a few weeks ago. And the, the rewards, rewards are, are actually good. Oh, it's not <laughs> bad at all. Yeah. I think I got yeah. like a uh, lure module, maybe a star piece, a lucky egg or something like that. I got some pretty good stuff. And that was just a yeah. one. And there's some people that right get first place in all three. But, mm-hmm. you know, for that, it's like, it's, it's tough because if you have a area that's less popular, you can win first consistently. But mm-hmm. I'm not really hating on that because these like rural players in general already don't have a lot going for them. So I'm okay if they win showcases from time to time. But, um, but that that could be concern as well. What do you so think about um, if heavy slam and grass not in, incorporate weight? <sighs> Again, I think the weight thing is just like it's a very it's a delicate situation. I think, and um, it could it could open up. It's essentially like a Pandora's box that you, box that you might open up and not be able to put back together if it if it's not introduced well. Hmm. So I don't think they're I don't think they're terrible ideas by any means. I think. 
they definitely could be really cool. But I think the approach and what happens afterward is the accessibility of these things are need to be in heavy consideration before doing it. I know we have some Niantic listeners. So again, if you like that idea, I'm not saying don't do it, right? I just think like these are these are my concerns I'm laying out right now. And if they do it one day and it backfires and all my concerns come true, I'm I'm clipping this and throwing up there. Man. I told you so. <laughs> January 2024. Uh that being said, I do think I, I, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a bad idea to switch things up. Um but yeah, uh, Chad also continues. The other option I was wondering about is would they ever introduce a third charge attack option? That's a good I question. Could it could be, but certain Pokemon would be, I think certain Pokemon will be really busted. And I think this is when oh, you need yeah, to introduce yeah. better uh, charge attacks to other Pokemon to balance it out. Azumarill is going to have perfect coverage. Azumarill is Mew's going to be completely wild and off the wall, right? What is Mewtwo <laughs> and Master League? Pretty nuts too. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of Pokemon that are already good that just become better. Registeel, what's walling that off? You're going to have Flash Cannon for the Gligar too and the ground types, like, and you got Zapkin and you got Focus Blast, like, what? Um, there's going to be some pretty funky things going on. Uh, Glaring Stumpfist is like a weird one. You can start be baiting with Muddy Water now. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't really have to, but um, the Swamper will be strong. Like, you got Sludge Wave, Earthquake, and Hydro Cannon. Like, what? Samrock will run triple water moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's what you want to do. Love that the, one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it could be. Uh, I don't. I don't hate that idea. I do. I do think it could be interesting. Greedon would be a fun one because you have Body Sam, Trailblaze, and Crunch, so you have some interesting coverage. But I think if they, they were to do that, to open up move pools for a you. Yeah, you need to shake up the move pool quite a bit. To be honest, um, we're getting into that territory where. Again, this is the mandatory um, please rework the charge TM system. Umbreon would be pretty busted too. Psychic, Lassus, or Amphal play. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of mons are getting more moves and um, we are getting to a position where it's like you're having to pick over, you know, which charge move you want for mm-hmm. your, you know, that like fits for your team better. And yeah, Polyrath would be kind of nuts too. Polyrath would be insane. Skulls. I mean, Medicham as well. <laughs> I mean, Medicham's back on top. If you go on Psychic, Dynamic Punch, <laughs> and Ice Punch, or you go on Power Punch, Psychic, Ice Punch, yo, these combos can go kind of crazy. I don't know. I, I think like I think it would be really cool, and it'd be fun for definitely a hot second. Deoxys yeah, Defense would be super fun too. But I think the strong Pokemon are only going to get stronger off of that. Yeah. So you really need to introduce some charge attacks that are relevant for, you know, like... It's like, cool that there's a good amount, though. Like it you know, sounds like there's still a good getting there. better. Yeah. <laughs> it's got all the moves you want in the world, and it's still gonna be trash. <laughs> Sableye could be interesting too. Power gem, foul play, power gem, and maybe. return. Yeah, Skelders. There's gonna be some glaring wheezing. There could be definitely some fun options. I, I again, that would be a lot of fun, and that would really switch things up. But it could make OP Pokemon just even more OP. So that's something like, would that be a bad thing? Let me ask you that. Because you got certain things that wall off certain Pokemon, like, uh, I don't know. Register with Flash Cannon, high, uh, Focus Blast just gets walled off by Talonflame and Charizard, right? I think so, it would be bad at like, the moment because, again, we've like we've been developing to a place where there's a lot more viable Pokemon. But so uh, wouldn't but wouldn't that also make things have more play if you have coverage, like you don't get walled off by anything? 
Um, that's true. That is true. Like you're watching out for hyper beam from Lickitung on your pallet rack yeah. now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is yeah, true. That, that Gengar could hit you with a couple things, right? Yeah. Like, well, you know, know what? I... Again, I think you know, if you open up a lot more move pools, it definitely would be a lot more fun. But then at this point, it would be like there's probably fifteen to twenty Pokemon RPS. which are realistically usable in that case, yeah. and then outside of that is there's not really too much. So, I don't know. The more yeah. I think about it, the more fun I think it could be. I think it might get old after. I don't know. I just think there's so much play. Like when I see a, a play rough Ice Beam Azumarill into my Bastion, I'm chilling, right? Or like Azumarill even into Registeel, you're chilling if they don't have Hyper Hydro Pulp. Now, like, you kind of got to worry. Mm-hmm. You kind of got to worry about that Flash Cannon coming from that Registeel now. Right. You kind of got to worry about that Aerialist coming from a lone Sand Slash. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wild one. <laughs> that, but hey, oh, why not true. run it? If yeah. you can run three charge attacks, yeah. wh- wh- why not, right? <laughs> Let's go, go kind of crazy too. <laughs> yeah, Bar- Greninja gets Aerial Ace. Greninja, Jellicent could be interesting with Ice Beam, yeah, Shadow Ice Ball, Beam. Answer. I, you know what? I always feel like Ice Beam would be so good on Jellicent, but you just don't want to drop the other two. Yeah. yeah. Tomahawk UK going to be loving that Thunder, Thunderbolts, Surf, <laughs> Lantern. <laughs> you run it yeah, all. That's, that's coverage. <laughs> <laughs> that's coverage. Yeah, you got some spice. I don't know. I think it could be interesting. Um, I don't know if that. I think it would definitely get the uh, say. I don't know how much playtesting that it does. I think playtesting would be interesting for that one, but I think it could. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate it. Giving more coverage to Pokemon is not a bad thing, in my opinion, for RPS situations. But uh, anyway, uh, Chad, close off with Happy New Year and thank you again for great content. Hope to m- maybe meet you at a play Pokemon event at some point. Cheers, uh, Chad, which is also TB12 Pat's rule. Thank you for the fantastic comments uh, that stirred up quite a bit of conversation, mm-hmm. Chad. And if you're going to Portland or Melbourne, we'll see you there. Yeah. But anyway, I told everyone. Chances that. of them going to Melbourne is... Well, I don't know. Who are who are the Pats? What do you mean? Who's Pats uh, role? Like, yeah. where, where does he reside? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, maybe. 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 Actually, funny enough, I was talking, uh, speaking of Melbourne, too, I was listening to the uh, PVP corner podcast earlier today and HM London was her guest and he said he might consider going to Melbourne potentially because the uh there's like a Melbourne open or something for tennis is happening oh uh, yeah at yeah. end of January. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, man, yeah. if I'm going there, I might as well just compete at Melbourne. So I don't know, I'll have to ask him and see. But I when I was listening to that podcast, I messaged him and man, you might be out of business, but I messaged him and I was like, You actually have a great SMR voice. Has anyone told you that? He's like, actually yeah, a lot of people have. Asian London's voice, his voice is actually pretty. It's so I haven't familiar. checked, but like, why are you? <laughs> I, I'm being honest too. You say you're honest, I'm honest too, right? I'm gonna be honest if you're not the best ASMR voice in the Pokemon Go community, and I you know, think Asian London has you beat. Asian <laughs> London has you beat. Just no, um, but the thing is, if you listen to his uh, voice, it's effortless. He already yeah. talks like his ASMR. You're oh, trying man. to do the ASMR, yeah, you got competition, it's true, it's true, yeah. but. Lucky you know for what, you, it I... seems like people aren't really into ASMR anyway. Because when I posted their ASMR GBL <laughs> video, everyone said, it, right? Not everyone, but there wasn't a positive <laughs> comment about the ASMR. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> people will just tune in. I, if I watch, I watch time on that video. Guarantee it's five percent. People are done. <laughs> uh, yeah. So none of that when yeah, you have so to play Aldrid uh, on my on my <laughs> stream next next season. <laughs> no ASMR. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll keep the ASMR to myself. <laughs>
<laughs> it's one of those times I feel like you think people like it, but it just doesn't land, you know? I, th- I think it's definitely... It's not for this It's got community. a particular audience, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not the Pokemon Go PP. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's maybe. <laughs> it's time maybe. to start your other your 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 next ASMR channel. But. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Well, that solves that question for me. I'm not making no PP ASMR channel. It failed real <laughs> quick, so no need for me to steal that idea. Use me as the <laughs> as the guinea pig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, so that's for YouTube comments. Thank you again for leaving uh, those for those that listened to it, and um, for our most proud oh, so this is something you added out well, yeah take it so away. Take i mean it away, it's 2024 yeah it is it's a new year yeah so let's look back on the old year and honestly i'm not gonna lie i only want to do this briefly in it yeah because i think a you're lot not gonna people, lie huh i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you you already know that whenever you already know even before i say i'm not gonna lie that i'm not lying yeah but sometimes <laughs> it, it hit, huh? um <laughs> But yeah, what's what's uh, one thing that you've sort of like been proud of that you've done over the last year? Um, uh, also, I want I want to say two because I feel thing. like I want to say two because I, I feel like you might choose worlds or something. So let me choose one. Let's, we let's not okay. let's not like we okay, we're no, pigeon, pigeonhole to one thing each, right? Uh, okay, I'll say mine. Uh, it's it. actually it's actually not worlds. I think commenting for worlds and stuff was a big deal and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did it. The first year, and I think it's still a big moment. I'm very like grateful to be selected. But for me, uh, I'm actually pretty proud of my double qualification, double grand finals appearance, because that was my first time ever. Com- my first time ever competing, I got second, right? And then I didn't do as hot in Hartford. I, I was obviously only one one game away from making top cut yeah. there too, but I missed out on it, so I don't have the un- undefeated top cut streak like some others. But then I got second again at Fresno, which was a small tournament, but still, still, you know, still, still good players. Competitive, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy about that, and I don't, I don't know if I ever replicate that success again on competitive level. I'll try. I mean, you don't, you don't think I'm trying to win Portland? I'm gonna try, but I wouldn't be shocked <laughs> if I get eliminated day one, don't even make top cut. You know, it's not, it's not easy That's in my bad. opinion, even if I'd done it before. And so, I think for me, that was a good. I felt it just felt very validating, right? Like I'm not just talking the talk, right? I'm walking the walk, and I can do it. And I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't I don't think I'm short on ego, but it's nice to feel that ego is validated <laughs> to a degree, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah no, that, that, I'm not scared to face anyone, also, right? <laughs> but, like I guess a lot of um, a lot of the staff or casters generally, it seems like once they've started staffing they've sort of left um, competitive a bit more. Do you know what I mean? So, I feel like you're subtweeting yeah. Dancing Rob to a degree. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not yeah, even, I know, but like, I mean, <laughs> he is a good example of that. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, like, I feel like a lot of the staff have kind of, you know, they're staffing and then as a result, they're just not really doing as much competitive stuff, whether that be, yep. you know, like uh, GBL intensely or mm-hmm. um, all the places. Factions. That, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sylph. So yeah. um yeah yeah that's I think what... I think that's a good one you know yeah, yeah. That's, it'll that's be interesting to see if John Gardner um John Gardner. also goes in that direction <laughs> No <laughs> no I just want to compete I I listened to a podcast he was no, on no, but um, as in like oh, yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah. He, he he's not interested in he hasn't competed at all and he's not interested yeah. in competing like in show 6 he just wants to commentate like I heard him he was on a different podcast I think it was um I think it was the 
I think it was a BTW podcast, I think, mm-hmm. or I don't know, but he was interviewed by SosaFlow, and I forgot which podcast was on, but SosaFlow was leading the charge on that one, and yeah, he said he wasn't interested. Yeah, he just wanted to commentate. Uh, it would be interesting to see him compete in it, but yeah, maybe his arm yeah. can be twisted sometime. <laughs> maybe he had to yeah. lose a bet or something, but yeah. Okay, so what's yours? Uh, honestly, I don't even know, you know, like, um, <laughs> I feel like, so I'm not necessarily going to limit its Pokemon, but I feel like it probably would be. It doesn't have Pokemon. to be. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I like. Getting a sofa after 11 months. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big achievement. I can't that's, lie. That's quite a grind. <laughs> uh, it was, it was, uh, I don't know. I've done like quite a lot of things this year, but then at the same time, I don't know. Uh, I you know what the thing is actually I feel like I feel I feel like for okay I feel like actually my thing is the world social right and the only reason for that is not because um what's the world social what do you mean by that the like, like the, the yeah the social that we did at worlds. Um, oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The the social yeah. event that you hosted. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't get and a the only reason yeah. for that was because um, not even anything to do with that, but more rather um, personally, because like I haven't I haven't set up events in ages. Mm-hmm. Um, equally, it was in a completely different country. That speaks also, a completely different language. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the most difficult thing to do, mainly because of those sorts of things. Like mm. I wasn't able to negotiate with the um you know venues effectively because i wasn't able to talk to them directly uh it was it was very difficult to you know communicate everything that i was trying to do through other people mm-hmm. and then also negotiate at the same time also um kind of like communicate past uh cultural differences and things like that um so there was like a lot of challenges involved in that um and then equally there was a lot of problems that arose and compared to how I would have dealt with those problems in the past, I dealt with them way differently this time. Mm. Um, okay. And like a, a blanket example of that is just, you know, in the past, I think if something would go wrong when I'm organizing something or something like that, uh, my main thing would be to try and fix it as soon as possible. And then maybe not communicate as much while I'm trying to, um, you know, sort of figure out an issue. And what I've realized over the years is that actually my vision of something is usually going to be way higher than what people are um, willing to put up with. Like they're willing to put up with way less than what I'm planning, right? Right. So in my head, I'm like, well, everyone's going to hate it if it's not, you know, to this standard. Whereas for everyone else, they're just like, doesn't really matter, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As long as it's like, you know, at a sort of basic level. And I think this time I sort of took that in and actually, you know, made sure that everything was fundamentally fine and then everything on top of that was just a bonus. Um, and yeah, personally for me, that was a big thing because okay. uh, that was uh, that was definitely something I struggled with before. So Yeah, yeah. You definitely good. put a lot of work into that. I was going to ask you if it was uh, starting Dracovis or doing all the Dracovis. Yeah, stuff. I mean, you know the what spaces. the thing is. That I was, was going to say that, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it before you said your things. I didn't want like put that yeah. thought in your head if it wasn't where where your head was at. 
Yeah. Because I think you like you were going to say the same thing about me, right? Like, oh, maybe it's like yeah, yeah, worlds. But like, it, but you know, things things might mean different things to different people. Yeah. So. I think the, the drink of his one was big as well. Um, and I think... Uh, do you know what? Honestly, yeah, I think uh, it definitely was a big thing, right? And we definitely achieved a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like, although I know that I was definitely uh, an important part of the whole idea, um, there there was other people who are definitely way more in part, uh, way more yeah, important yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in the whole thing, you know? And also it's not to say that like, you know, maybe it's possible that, if I wasn't there, certain things wouldn't um, happen because, you know, maybe certain things are just a combination of everyone as opposed to, uh, you know. But, that, you know, there's definitely people who are way more important uh, in that project. And so I think because of that um, is probably why I chose that one. But okay. the thing is, again, I think we we did make a huge impact. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty proud of that as well, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That, that makes sense. The, the yeah. more I think about it. And then the other one was, and I also don't have a pre-prepared thingy for this, but I'm just wondering if you do, right? And okay. Obviously, over the last few days, there's like bare things on Twitter where it's like, you know, little like threads and uh, honestly, it's just engagement farming, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely, I definitely did it because I saw some other people that I was like, yeah, let me write about my 2023, yeah, I guess. Too. <laughs> honestly, like the whole of Twitter these days is just engagement farming anyway, but uh, what you can do. Um, but there was one that uh, I had some kind of funny re- responses and it was like, what's the funniest slash stupidest thing you did in 2023? Uh, not on Twitter, just in general, right? Just in general. Yeah. Yeah. The stupidest or funniest thing? I should have really. Do you have something in mind? You you go first if you have something ready. I need to think of mine a little bit. I I don't know if I do, but maybe okay. We'll put that on our back burner, and if it pops up at any point in the episode. Um. Well, I would say like it's not necessarily me specifically that did it, but I think getting Speedy to shave his beard for and then commentate like the san diego regional right and all everyone memeing on him for that full week or so i think that was good that was good I that took I a lot of effort it. right to put that together like everyone's talking about it right like people were laughing about it like you know his fiance probably didn't love it but you know <laughs> we finally got him to do it like people in production they're making jabs at him throughout the commentary com- I think segments. it's the best when people are like really hung up on their facial hair as well. Like <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. facial well, hair. Well, it's not even that. He's just like, he's had it for forever too, right? We yeah, haven't even seen yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I was doing like a beard tier list for a while. <laughs> like I was doing it all. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be mine because I think I yeah. I obviously played the biggest role in that outside of him physically actually shaving it because yeah. he wouldn't have done it if he didn't lose no bet and I kept egging him on or asking him to do it. So yeah, you don't you don't know yours yet. Nah. I mean, the Do dumbest thing you could have done like... is probably that your math on this podcast. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> you had Zionic even laughing at that one. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely the podcast one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll talk if something comes to me, I'll. Um... <laughs> well, yeah. oh, next I mean, year when we're reflecting have... on it, it'll be when you're bleached your hair with a clown fit on. <laughs> that's that's yeah, going to be here for next year. All right. Well, reflect on that a little bit. Um, did you want to look at the Portland numbers? Well, yeah. I think generally um, Portland. So obviously we have 
um, the Portland Regional coming up this weekend. And, um, you know, we've had a break of like, what, three weeks, something like that since um, San Antonio. So was that three weeks? Wow, that went by quick. Yeah. Was it two weeks or three weeks? I no, like you was, might be right. It might be three weeks. Yeah, you know, it's felt like a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so two to three weeks gap. Um, and you know what the thing is, is that personally, I uh, I was wondering how people... Oh, I'm clipping loads. Um, yeah, personally, I was wondering how people would um, adapt uh, or like how the how the meta would develop over... Um, you know, following on from San Antonio. But mm-hmm. I guess additions of things like Skeletor Dirge are good examples. And we've seen some interesting things in some of the Go Cups. But um, yeah, I guess before we dive into that, what's mm-hmm. Portland saying? How many how many people are going? 82. That's actually, that's actually pretty decent. I'm not going to lie. 82 with still some time left. There might be some last minute registrations. Let's see how much it was last year. Oh, for last year, Portland? It wasn't big. Yeah. I remember it was pretty small. I commented that one. Was uh, it like 60? But it might be similar. Was it actually only 60-something? That'd be kind of wild. Um, I don't know. I'm just making a guess. Uh, let's see. 2023. What month was it? Uh, all right, I, like I got it, it was actually. Like April or something, right? It was... No, uh, no, no, no. It was like, it was like February, I think. Yeah. Uh... It was May, actually. Okay. Uh, there was a total of 74 last year. Oh, okay. Uh, so I guess kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. 74. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I mean, I think San Antonio is difficult to, uh, you know. Well, the, uh, I mean, West Coast tournaments tend to be well, a little bit on the small side outside of, like, San Diego last year. My guess is LA will be pretty big for this one, too. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, but there's also um, Rubik's Masters tournament. So, yeah, maybe maybe he makes a return. The world's runner-up makes a return this weekend. He hasn't lost to anyone besides Axon. Has not lost to anyone besides Axon. So, let's hope I can change that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I prefer not to face him at all. But if he performs how he does, then. Uh, it, then uh, I might not face them because I might get eliminated before then. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. How many are registered for Melbourne? Uh, do you know what? I'll be honest, yeah. You have a register? <laughs> what? Why not? <laughs> not? Not for any particular reason. Just because like around the registration time, I was like, well, it's not going to fill up. So I'll just do it later. And I just haven't got around to it. Yet. You got time to register now? You'll register now while I talk about that stuff. How about that? Oh, now. <laughs> I just want to see what the numbers are. Uh, what's this Go Cups team? that you're um so well okay so basically over the you know last few weeks obviously um you know we haven't had any official tournaments to um you know have any meta development but we have had locals and um this is uh honestly i think i might start just like bookmarking locals across the week Mm -hmm. um and these two are from cups in particular so or yeah so these two are from cups in particular so um i've just sent you on discord this one was from a cup in belgium i believe um it was the one okay. that inadequate second in and yeah. this one was loud jeffs um in a cup in i don't know wherever he's from 
Um, uh, he's from Toronto or, or Canada in general. Okay, well, I have no clue where it is and I'm not going to look. Yeah. But, uh, and then obviously you've got the... Uh, Less polyrath you know, usage. Notions. Yeah, so I, I think that's interesting because honestly, I think at this point, polyrath is almost the staple. Um, yeah, but it's not It's not in the top cut or it's not even in top 12 usage at... Um, in inadequacy tournament, it's not in the top yeah. three of the performing teams, and Lyle Jeffs didn't have out of his either. He had a tr- which is off. actually super interesting, you know, because yeah, I also think it's safe. Like one of yeah, exactly. It's one of the most. Uh, it, it just it just seems like a, a meta champ, right? Dude, um, I can't wait to bring my bastard on to Portland. <laughs> all these all- rock slide <laughs> body slam big rock. What are they gonna do? <laughs> What that you gonna do? <laughs> no, the counter damage still does add up pretty quick. It's not. It's yeah. not like a. It's not an easy matchup by any means. But let me just let me just sim this actually, because I've been in it from like start to finish, and uh, the counter damage does actually add up. I've definitely <laughs> brought in Bastion to Vigoroth, loaded with energy, to soak up the energy. But that's a whole different situation. All right. So, how do you? Uh, if I were to, if you were to guess, how do you think the sims play out? I haven't simmed it yet. Rank one Bastion versus Vigoroth. Um, Who do you think wins in what shielding situations? I would, I would assume that Vigoroth wins in the the higher shielding situations because the two, yeah, two yeah, and one, yeah. What maybe zero? maybe the one's close. Zero, you think Bastion wins? Yeah, I guess it's Bastion actually. Well, actually, let's see. Oh no, Bastion loses all even, God. all all shielding situations. Not all even. Bastion loses no. all shielding scenarios still. Oh, just just straight up losing. Yeah, it. even the two to zero. Well. Yeah, it's probably a better time than Polyrath, though. So. But you do have to land oh, on rock even, side. Yeah. I wonder if you go straight body slam, you might lose. Uh, no, you lo- you win straight body slam too. Uh, so it's not that great. But but if if you shield two body slam, if you're Bastion, I should actually even in the zeros, I guess you the Vigoroth wins with nine HP in the zeros if they're going straight body slam. But my guess okay, is they so probably go that's... rock slide with straight rock yeah. slide. You just go straight rock slide, right? They win with nine, 16 HP. So it's not great. It's not great. But you have a lot more play. Right? So I'm, uh, I'll take it. I'll take Vigoroth over, over Bastion. But that might make more play for, what's his name? Carbink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, obviously, Carbink did decently in the last event. I think mm-hmm. still underexplored, but maybe, I don't know. Wild Jeff's team is very weak to Skarmory, though. You got... You wall off the Gligar. You wall off the Lickitung. Mm-hmm. You have decent play into Azumarill and Whiskash and Vigoroth. And you only have true one counter, which is the Charge Bug. But yeah. Skarmory might just be... I don't know. I mean, Skarmory did make these top 12 usage in, in Adequence's tournament, so... Could be interesting. Yeah. What do you think will... um? Uh, what do you reckon will be like a Pokemon that comes up this weekend um, that wasn't on anyone's radar? So I so, guess last time it was pretty much Skeledurge. I don't know if Frostless has play. Because the thing is, like, Fro- Frostless is, like, kind of in a weird spot. Like, you're you're worse into the, the Skarmory, right? And it's okay, though, into Charger Bug. I wouldn't be surprised to see more uh, Frostless usage. Lone Sands has just been around anyway. But Lone Sash is so weak to Skeldurge. Uh, I think if I were to guess, there'd probably be more Lone Sand Slash usage in general, but we might see a hint of Frost Slash from time to time. 
especially if the meta is leaning more towards Vigoroth than Polygraph. You have a lot more play into Vigoroth, in my opinion, than yeah, Polygraph. that's true. Even though they have Rockside, but... I mean, think about it. You got Cresselia around. You got Gligar. You got, you know, if less Vig uh, Polygraph, you got you got better matchups against Vigoroth. Less Lantern, you got better matchup against Charger Bug. Um, there's not much grass, but it's not like uh, Frostlass wasn't really the best for grass anyway. I think Frostlass might make a slight appearance. Uh, Guzzlord's been around. I mean, that's not a great matchup, yeah. but it has play. I feel like Registeel uses my pickup too, right? After Doombark's run, and you're not too bad for yeah. I think it's really just going to be for the Gligar mainly as it, the increase. Because what beats Gligar? Yeah, this is the thing. It's Azumarill, like, uh, yeah. it's difficult. So yeah, Azumarill seems to be like the most reliable check. And even then you can win certain um, shielding scenarios yeah. or like with a, with a bit of energy. But yeah. um, I think the, the, the like up until now, there doesn't seem to be a solid ice type <clears throat> that you can use to be... Um, Alone Sansa is just way too RPS in my opinion. It's strong, yeah. but it's like it's so risky with the counter users on on the teams. And now Skeldurge. Yeah. I hope I hope Alone Sansa isn't making it because my team's not amazing into it either. <laughs> <laughs> I never learned my lesson, but uh, I thought about it. I, I really I really dropped a Pokemon and swapped out for something else. That uh, and it used to be really strong to Alone Sansa. So I was like, I just got to give it up. Like I can't like just constantly be scared of Alone Sansa. Just like, just like, just like, destroy my team composition just because of that, right? So. <laughs> History is just gonna repeat itself. Yeah, that. look, I'll take another second Anyone place finish. You know, it'll be, it'll be. A... You know which ice type to use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, jokes on you. I'm actually six times strong too. I'm just saying this just to lure you in. Yeah, come at me in Portland. Um, but yeah, okay. So there's know. actually 52 people attend or uh, who've registered for melbourne so that's a lot it's pretty decent there's still a whole including you left. yourself right including me now that's yeah. not bad at all how um, many were how many how many was that um was it sydney oh no no brisbane how many was that brisbane brisbane um i think well uh, who actually that showed up, it, I yeah. feel like it was like 43 or something oh, like that's that. pretty, yeah registered pretty i feel like with about 50 plus but um, why did yeah, so many nice people register and not show up yeah, because it's not free. It's not free. It's not like they need. It's to... really cheap though. Oh, is it? So, How cheap is uh, it? Registration here is really cheap. It's like I think it's like twenty five dollars. Wait, twenty five dollars. No, thirty five. Thirty five Australian dollars, which is about twenty pounds, which honestly is about thirty dollars to be honest. Yeah, that's not. That's not too bad. How much was? It's twenty five dollars. It's twenty five US dollars. Oh, that's not bad at all. Which is for... insane. I feel like some of the events. Yeah, for for, for Portland, it's it was fifty dollars. Yeah, oh, that's not too bad. What do you mean? It was twice the price. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what, not great, what but... are we getting out of the double price that you're not right? No, no. For San Diego last year, it was seventy. Yeah, that's the one that I remember where I was like, "Wow, yeah. that's insane." I think Toronto was like close to it was like a over a hundred Canadian dollars, which is a little yeah, bit cheaper that? still. No, no, but it's still no, it's still comparable. I think. Um. I have no idea what the conversion to Canadian dollars. Is. It's uh, it's oh, it's like point seven five, so okay. it was like one hundred and fifteen, I think. It's like seventy five or so. Yeah, so it's similar to San Diego. Yeah, yeah, kind of nuts. Yeah, I know. It's, it's actually better cheap here. Honestly, I was so surprised. Yeah, that's I pretty was good. So surprised. Well, I can see why there might be some no shows, but all right. Yeah, oh. yeah. But also, well, Melbourne some, relatively. Let's, let's do some scrims. Let's do some scrims after this. Yeah, let's do some yeah, scrims. Yeah, okay, Let's do, let's do a set Actually, of five. We're in the grand finals. Set of five. 
you got to bracket reset eight. me because I'm ready. I, I'm undefeated. Uh, right? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> are you got a team of six ready? Throw down do. in the I, comments. Got, you know what? Throw the I've predictions down in the comments. <laughs> see who's going to take. I've got this. a team that I'm using this week. So Loser yeah. has to eat five jelly beans. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, let's just say yeah, our show six history. Okay. How about this? How about this? How about this? Only in one direction. How about this? Loser yeah. has to eat. Oh, are we, we going to play best of five? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's no, just play five games total, right? Okay. After this, we'll talk about the results next week. But the loser has to eat a jelly bean for each loss. And the winner doesn't have to eat any, right? So let's say you, you lose two and you win three. I have to eat three. You don't have to eat any, right? Okay. At the beginning of the next episode. Uh, ah, dude, I see we saved the jelly beans for a good reason. Let's go. I can't wait. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Yo, I got my notepad and everything. I've been I've been working on a notepad, like doing the counts, right? Just like like hard Jeff, right? <laughs> like all the good players. I was yeah. like, I need to start counting. But the problem is like if I'm not counting right, I'm like, wait, what? I thought they were at four. <laughs> I'm like, what did I write this down for? Yeah, I've been doing the same. Uh, all right, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Huh? Um Yeah. Oh, also, while on the subject of locals, yeah. I know, I know you people from London and surrounding areas have been looking for an event to attend. Well, this weekend, okay. there is a Go Challenge. You really try to build up your old local scene before you come back. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, honestly, shout out to Dean Dinoski for um, yeah. helping organize this. Um, yeah. It's in Stanley Gibbons, so... Honestly, I've never heard of that before, but it's next to Strand. So it's like really central. Um, now, yeah, it's this Saturday and it's starting at 10 a.m. So I believe it will be something along the lines of, you know, you do the locals and then um, afterwards, you know, everyone's already central. They'll mm -hmm. join up with the central London um, pogo group and then go and do yeah. uh, what's it, the community day or something. Yeah. Um, Five pound entry, and also if you want to sign up, so I think they're not taking people on the day, so you have to kind of like message them beforehand. Yeah. So email jackhawkinsuk at gmail.com. So, okay, uh, if you want that email, just I don't know, message me and I can send it to you or something along those lines. But, um, yeah, would be good to see the, the start of um London locals. I'm surprised that it's taken this long because it's like it's London, do you know what I mean? I, I just thought they would have you know been the first but yeah hmm. yeah okay turns out not but yeah well hopefully my patron will be there and sweep it all <laughs> uh you know he's gonna be there <laughs> <laughs> he's on that grind he's on that grind yeah. yeah um okay and then the other news battle frontier has been delayed by a few mm -hmm. weeks but um let's yeah so i was I, I was looking forward to talking about that because there's some interesting matters to discuss but to be honest we can we can leave that for the week before it's yeah. starting. So um, it's now going to be starting on the 22nd of January. So, you know, anyone who... I mean, team registrations and stuff have already expired. So obviously, you know if you're playing or if you're not playing. Um, mm -hmm. But obviously, you know, it gives people a bit more time to prepare. I believe they've changed something recently with Master League. They, mm -hmm. they like, got rid of Mega Tyrant or something like that. Oh, really? uh, I think I think Zygarde was probably already gone, but oh okay. Um, yeah, they've looked at Mega Tyranitar and thought that was uh, a bit too OP. I don't know too much about the Master League, so Mega I, really I can see being pretty strong. Yeah, 
the stats are yeah. pretty good. I mean, one thing that people are like saying is that like how are you leaving Mega uh, or you're getting rid of Mega Tyranitar, but Mega Salamence is still available. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, because I guess technically Mega Tyranitar is a check to Mega Salamence, right? So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm not, so. I mean, there's a decent amount of fairy types, so that should yeah, wall off the sound. Yeah, yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah. <laughs> Some massive <laughs> players are just rolling their eyes right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll talk more about Battle Frontier as that comes along. But yeah, we got some yeah, events yeah. coming up. Uh, so let's get into that. Uh, this is going to be kind of a hot topic to a degree. It's not our hot topic of the week, but it could be a little topic too. It is... Uh, Nice. January travels with Pokemon oh. Go Expedition. Expedition access. Mm. Someone likes their pun at Niantic, that's for they sure. They made a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, January 1st to January 31st, wow. so the events are already live. For $5 USD or equivalent pricing in your local currency, you'll be the access bonus and theme time research. Uh, and so the bonus is one single use incubator awarded at your first, first Pokemon. Pokemon stop or gym spin of the day. Three times XP awarded for your first catch of the day. Three times XP awarded for your first Pokemon uh, stop spin of the day. Open up to 50 gifts per day. Receive 150 gifts per day from spinning Pokestop and gym photo discs. And hold up to 40 gifts in your item bag. Um, and then there's a time research as well. Complete it to receive XP, Stardust, and encounter with Togetic. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, I guess you get some extra incubators really, and you get a few little extra stardust and XP for your catches, but that's pretty much it, right? Is there any, uh, uh I mean, honestly, nah, I mean, I look so, like what's just... the egg portion of this is what I'm confused about. Is it just, I think the it's just the, it's the incubators. Cause you get one per day. Yeah, I guess you can hatch a little so bit more. So you eggs can get like thirty incubators. Um, I think so. Like a, a bit off of the, you know, PV Poke was evaluating it. Um, yeah, so thir- you can get a potential of thirty-one incubators mm-hmm. um, for five dollars, which is apparently roughly around seven hundred and seventy-five coins from boxes. Yeah. So that's not too bad because I guess like if a coin, if a hundred coins is a dollar, then that's like, you know, about eight dollars. So you're getting, you know, eight dollars worth of stuff for like five dollars. So uh, it's, not, it's not awful. Um, but he made a good point with the fact that, you know, obviously the later you purchase it, the less rewards you're gonna get. Yep. Because it will only last until the end of the month, but you're still paying the same price. So, at a it's like a point, it's like a subscription. It's like a monthly subscription model, kind of. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what happens in February. If they have another thing like in February, like another expedition, whatever, or you know something like that, uh, I think Niantic will be leaning more towards a subscription monthly subscription model based formats. Which... Do you think we kind of brought this on by asking for microtransactions? Did we ask for microtransactions? <laughs> what do you mean? Who, who asked for microtransactions? Did. I, I did. Microtransactions. Wait, why did well, you I ask? I microtransactions oh. with like you know other PvP. Things yeah. So I don't hate. I don't hate it by any means. I just know some people don't love it. Um. So here's the thing, right? With mobile games in particular, 
or just any game that's free but with microtransactions. I think the thing is microtransactions can't be to the point where it makes a game impossible to stay competitive in if you don't right. if you play for free. And I think raids are kind of the exception to that. But I think outside of raids, maybe eggs to a degree. I think eggs were definitely a part of that, like incubators back in the day, right? When stuff like Snorlax was super rare and Dratini and stuff like that, and people were hatching all these stuff. But these days, like almost everything that you would want is ready out in the wild outside of Larvesta, but that's not really that meta relevant. Maybe outside of some 12 kilometer eggs, but you can still get them. You just hatch them slower. Um, you know, that's the thing, right? You hatch them slower, but you still get them. I think raises the one one thing where like having spending more money in the game actually gets you stuff that you can't get anywhere else easily because you're going to get so many encounters with legendaries from GBL. Uh, that being said, I do think this one for the most part doesn't give people a huge advantage with the microtransaction. I don't. One one of my um one of my patrons actually gifted me this ticket, so I I think I I actually have it, but I don't think it's um I don't think it's particularly game breaking, like I. Uh, I don't know. I personally, I, I don't feel like I know some people don't like it and f it feels grimy and stuff, but I don't hate it. I think that's a fine way for Niantic to make money without imbalancing the game by any means. What do you think? Uh, I think you mentioned like, um, let's see what February says. I'll probably lean towards that as well. Because at the moment I look at it and I'm like, well, none of this really interests me. But again, it's not mandatory to actually... Uh, not mandatory. It's nice to have. Um, I will say the best idea Niantic's come up with for revenue purposes in the past year or so is being able to gift tickets and event stuff to other players. Yeah. That was really smart by them. Yeah. And honestly, no, I'm not even no. mad about it. I'm not mad about it. I, I, I don't think it's a big deal at all, right? Like, it's, if you have money to spend and you want to give to others that might not have yeah, the money to spend or don't don't want to or whatever, then that's great. It's a great, like it's a very smart. And I think a lot of games that are free to play do have some of this stuff too. Like you could gift things to other players, which is fine in my opinion. So yeah, I've actually uh, I've I've got that feature turned off, and it's because um I think it was were you too popular? I think huh? You too popular? Yeah, too <laughs> getting too many yeah. you know this is yeah everyone's saying you know what, was... gifting anticore stuff comment down below we're gonna have zero comments next episode <laughs> <laughs> now you know what there was a there was a community day right and uh um i had a i had the research gifted to me yeah but i wasn't planning to play that community day i think where i was i think i was in thailand at the time and like i wasn't really nearby anything i was like you know and it was one of the less important community days of mm -hmm. the year um but i now had the research yeah and that research was stuck in my research area for the whole year yeah until you finally caught like, enough noibats yeah it was, it was the noibat <laughs> oh it was the one like, yeah, yeah it was long that was a triple was starters like, event too is... yeah i know i just I, like no, i, I get like, it if you weren't able to play you weren't able to play but... yeah I, I was training at the time as well so i was like if I was going to play, I'd have to maybe go into town and then I can't train for today. And then I was right, like, oh, right, right. too much. So, um, but yeah, man, I had that Noibat research in my research <laughs> for ages. So, <laughs> so long. And after that, I was like, nah, man. I was like, imagine I get gifted stuff every single time. And realistically, come on, how many am I actually going to complete? Even if it's good. 
Yeah. So when and of course say save your money, don't gift them anything. Save your money, don't give me anything. You know, I appreciate the sentiment, but save your money. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Again, I don't. I don't hate the event. I think it's okay. All things considered, we do have an actual event coming up though. It's a Lichen Rock one, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Dark form Lichen Rock during a lustrous dark Odyssey. Form. It's a debut. Oh, I did. We don't have the dark form yet. And I think the dark form actually, I think, is one of the, dust the better form, ones. Dust. Oh, sorry, dust, dust form. Sorry, dust form. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I said dark form, dark form. But dust form, I think, is one of the better ones for PP, if I'm not mistaken. So I checked it up, and it looks like a, I want to say, slightly worse midnight form. So it, it's still very glossy, but I think one of the... Oh, is the midnight form the better, the better one? I think so, yeah. But I, I like... Because there's two out of the three forms that have counter, and this is one of them. Yeah. Um, so lichen rock. So yeah. Okay. So, so mid- in terms so of midnight movesets, is way better than midday for sure. But yeah, is there midday a doesn't release? have counter. Midday yeah, doesn't midday have counter. So this is going off what PV Poke has uploaded. So I'm assuming these movesets are correct. Um, well, we don't know. They well, can change yeah. before release, right? It's true. Yeah. It's true. Well, well. We'll make the assumption for now. Um, yeah, it's also pure rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So also pure rock also has counter the same as uh, midnight form. Um, get sucker punch, which honestly, if they have a buff sucker punch, it could be interesting. Like it's not an awful move. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I feel like it's like one upgrade away from being a decent. Yeah, dog it has rock throw as well and counter, just like mm-hmm. midnight form. Um, but it doesn't have so it, it's it got a load fangs. of different charge moves. Yeah, I think because psychic fangs is so cheap and they're both really glossy, so I think that's one advantage. Because you could uh, also just count them down after throwing psychic fangs, whereas you have yeah. crunch, iron head, stone edge, and trailblaze hunt, dust form, midnight form. You have stone edge, crunch, psychic fangs, trailblaze. So you're just dropping iron head for psychic fangs on the midnight form, which yeah. I would say you would rather have psychic fangs than iron head. Yeah. The stat product is a lot worse too from dust form. Yeah. So it's glassier. It, it hits a little bit harder, but it's got less defense and less defense and less stamina. So it's about a, about like a hundred less stat product in Ultra League. Oh no, in Great League. Sorry, in, Great in League, Ultra yeah. League. I mean, it's still gonna be less by all means. Yeah, but, it looks, yeah. looks pretty much the same. Oh my gosh, in Ultra League, it's like almost it's over two hundred less stat product. Yeah. Uh. Nothing crazy, I, I guess. If, but I, I don't know if um, Lycan Rock gets. Obviously, it won't be any anytime soon. But um, if it has a signature move, yeah, because that'd be kind of interesting. Because obviously, all three would get it. Accelerock is its signature move, and it's a rock type move. Rock type mm. move. So maybe that could be interesting in the future. Yeah. Okay. In the future. I think I have a, a decent rank one for Dust Form actually. Mm. But I, I got some really good rank ones, you know, for all three. Oh really? Yeah, I got some yeah. good trades. Watch out for watch out Melbourne. Watch out. Watch out. Everyone. Uh, this uh this event there. is from this this Saturday, actually sixth to the tenth to Wednesday, ten AM to eight PM. Um Where are so the question is where are where's the liking rock? Is it just that you could evolve it? Like is there um what's that pre evolution called again? The the uh, Rock Ruff. Is Rock Ruff actually spawning anywhere? I don't so know. It's, it's not in wild encounters. But it's in raids and in more eggs. Um, research yeah. encounters. Oh, it's so it's in research encounters. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, so that's not too bad. Yeah. And also, you've got Hisuian Growlithe and Hisuian Sneezer in those research encounters, yeah. which personally I think are still kind of useful. Like, um, 
you know. Word years back in race two for three stars in case you missed that event. Yeah. Uh, you got Morlo in the wild, which is nice for Stardust purposes. Mm -hmm. That's about it. I um, don't understand how you evolve it though, because it says that you have. Okay, yeah. so it says. Um... Wait. Because it says somewhere that you have the chance for it to become dusk form. So I don't really understand how it evolves. Maybe you just get to select one or the other. How do you evolve it right now? Is this like nighttime? You evolve the midnight one? I have no clue. <laughs> what? You haven't evolved it? You have all <laughs> yeah. these yeah, fantastic rock roughs you haven't evolved. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a few bonuses to this too. So increased frequency of buddy bring, po uh, bring souvenirs to you. Okay, that's something I actually don't really understand. What are the points of these souvenirs from your buddy Pokemon? I know there's some people in Niantic listening. Is there a plan for that? Uh, you, you know, blink twice <laughs> if there is, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is exactly, like, these ripped-up tickets, these little marble things that they have? And I feel like they don't even save all of the souvenirs they get. Like, yeah, I've gotten souvenirs from a bunch, and there's, like, a limit they could save, and it's just, like, gone after a while. So, yeah. like, what does the souvenirs do? Like, what am I what am I going to do with a souvenir besides adding a buddy heart, right? Like, what's, like, give me something. <laughs> can I sell it? That'd be nice. You could sell hey, the marbles and stuff for some hey. Pokecoins. Like, that's what you could do in the Matrix is... game. You could sell some stuff, right? For actual well, I currency. Thought, I thought this was going to be like RuneScape all over again, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean, RuneScape? Selling to other trainers, you know? Oh, you don't know my RuneScape. Uh, that's not my RuneScape story. Me. Don't see. You better <laughs> win Melbourne if you want to you wanna <laughs> hear it <laughs> before episode 150. But, um, Imagine your buddy. a whole uh, market of tropical. Was it tropical flower? Yeah. What? <laughs> This, I don't know what it's one of about. the souvenirs. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Uh, event bonuses. Your buddy will also spend more time on the map after being fed berry or poffins. Uh, that's okay. It just allows that's your cute. Pokemon to get like more XL candies while you're walking and buddy hearts and stuff. Increased frequency of buddy Pokemon bring you presents. What? Wait, so there's a souvenir and there's a presence. Yeah. I guess the presents are just like Pokeballs, like right? Yeah, yeah, berry. Yeah. I just, it's just a better buddy pokemon like event i guess mm -hmm. and then rock uh rock of hats from eggs received as adventure sync rewards during pokemon go may have a chance to evolve into dust form like wait so it's like they have a chance to evolve into it but i don't understand i don't get that bit but i also what, don't know do how they evolve right when you hatch them i don't that, what does that phrasing mean i'm so confused Maybe i don't know so it, okay so it's it's also confused because the the phrasing of the dust form is starting with this event, Rockruff, that some some not all some Rockruff that trainers hatch or encounter will be able to evolve instead of it. So that means that any previous one you encountered before can't evolve in the dust form. You better start transferring the ones you have for dust form. Then. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, this, this is getting kind know, of I weird. Uh, I don't know. I'm not liking the sound. This is getting okay, kind okay, of okay. So currently, currently it's a daytime nighttime thing. Okay. But so what so is this, like really the some rock rough is what's throwing me off. It's making it seem like not all rock rough you acquire during this event, you can even evolve in the dust form. Yeah. Ah, dude, I don't know. Niantic, don't make this more difficult than it has to be. Come on now. Are we yeah, just I, about I want to be able to evolve these ones because otherwise it's going to be a myth. Yeah. I mean, luckily it's not very PvP relevant, so we'll give it Lucky. that. Yeah. We'll touch base next week and see, but don't be surprised if only some of your Rockruff can evolve and not all of them. Eh, that might be a slight L, but we'll see how that goes. We do have a Porygon Community Classic. Nothing crazy, Ooh. but... Do you know what? Honestly, I feel like the biggest Pokemon that got a hit 
when Zap Cannon got debuffed, yeah, or when Zap Cannon got nerfed, was Porygon, man. That was like the biggest. That's Registeel. <laughs> Maybe the second Porygon. biggest. <laughs> Why would it not be Registeel? Registeel got a huge hit. <laughs> I lost in game four in the grand finals bracket recess to Ramberto <laughs> because I threw two Zap Cannon debuffs and lost to Umbreon. <laughs> Yeah, and he shielded uh, both zap cannons too it wasn't like he shielded the focus box and let the zap cannon go yeah. i was like wait how am i losing register for zombrian right now i couldn't even shield to win the switch advantage i didn't give go down shield i know i didn't, I, I just didn't shield the second one because i knew i get outpaced yeah i mean yeah definitely reggie felt it but yeah, yeah I, th I thought it was cool when porygon did have uh 100 zap cannon because i was like oh this kind of makes it you know sort of borderline viable um like maybe porygon 2 yeah um, but yeah mm. now it's yeah. uh pretty average but this will be saturday the 20th january 20th 2 p.m to 5 p.m uh so if you don't have your porygon z with tri-attack definitely be sure to do it um i don't know let's is what it is it's not it's not a huge one but obviously for those that missed it good chance to get it back but yeah that's our community classic mm -hmm. one uh, triple XP for catches, I think, but that's about it for that. Anyway, uh, that does it for our events this upcoming week or so slash month. Um, we have a few GPL stuff. Oh, what's the ELO check? What's the ELO check? Oh, bruv. Honestly, I don't know if I hit veteran yet. Um, and I'll be honest, I just haven't played in days, so... Um, what am I stressing? Okay, you know what? I want to apologize to the audience. I should be trying harder because we want to see more clown fits ASAP, right? We want to make sure we get the full <laughs> fit for Anacor. The longer I take, the less time he's going to be dressed up. I'm at 27.56. Okay, okay. Yeah. I haven't been playing a ton either. Honestly, I, I might yeah, be yeah. around the same battles. What's your total battles? Let's check the total battles again. Because you were shell-shocked so... last week. when. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when... 426. 426? I'm yeah. at 453. Yeah. I'm not that much ahead of you. Yeah. Just one day of sets. Yeah. It's a skill yeah, I had to make a, a conscious decision. Look, when he's like... eating five jelly beans next week, no one be surprised, you know? No one be surprised. We might have a guest on yeah, next week, too. He's going to be able to do it in front of the guest. <laughs> I didn't even I'm tell you guest idea, but I have one in mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but... Speaking right, of GBL, we have Little Cup at the moment. We well, do. we have Open Little Great holiday. League at the moment. Little Holiday. Yeah, I think one thing that's sick about Open Great League is um, I've been catching up on some um, YouTube videos, and it seems like there's a lot of people who are leaderboarding with really interesting mods. Yeah, possibly, um, yeah. Which I think ones. is cool, you know. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of people who complain about... I mean, there's people complain about people complain about everything. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I heard so, a lot of people complain about Scald, but I kind of like where Scald's at. What do you think? Um, I don't mind Scald. I don't. I don't mind. Yes, it's it's a strong move, but it is a more energy costing move. It's not like Surf, right, or Weather Ball. Yeah. So it's going to cost some energy, and I don't really don't mind the fifty percent. Honestly speaking, fifty percent, in my opinion, I'd rather have than thirty three percent. Because fifty percent is consistent enough that you can go for the debuff strategy, whereas thirty three feels like. You need this Hail Mary on the first debuff to, to win it, right? Whereas 50%, I mean, I, you, it's, yeah. it's calm enough that if I'm the player, I'm expecting a debuff. I'm not surprised. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I, the thing is, I think everyone's going to have that perspective of like when it does go off and changes the game, they're yeah. like, 
oh well it was rng influence you know and when it doesn't go off and changes the game it was rng influence but i don't know i think i think this is just the nature of rng in general right yeah pokemon unfortunately incorporates rng into the game (laughs) vgc even way more games you know vgc has so much and the thing is is that like one thing you know we're not as used to it right but obviously vgc players are and the approach that many top players take is you know i'm clicking this move fully knowing that i'm gonna miss a move this number of times in the in the tournament and i can't be mad when it happens because i locked into that you know so i think um a good example is there's a lot of people who don't use stone edge right and um in VGC, I think it's 85, yeah. And I think it's 85% accurate. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are just like, well, you know, you're you're going to miss Stone Edge when you really need it. An interesting perspective is actually there's, I think it was, I, I don't know if it was at Worlds last year or if it was just generally last year. There was a lot of Japanese players who did use Stone Edge, right? And their thought about it was they were like, well, yeah, there's going to be times we miss, but we're using it at times when we can afford to miss and the miss isn't really um, isn't really too much of an issue, right? So I think you can kind of translate that to here where let's look at Polyraph again, Icy Wind, Scald, right? If you need to get that debuff, yeah, but you're going for the Scald, then you're gambling with yourself. You could, you know, you could really settle for that Icy Wind. So that's kind of on you, do you know what I mean? But if you're in a position where you can afford to take that 50% risk, if you don't get the debuff, you're not putting yourself at a disadvantage, then you go for the school. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's just a case of like, uh, you know, how you approach your moves when you're playing with these, you know, RNG moves, you know. Yeah, me personally though, I just think the higher percentage is better. It feels less bad when when um when you need to rely on it or when you get hit. Like it feels way worse. I guess like if you're playing Master League and you see a Giratina boost on you, ominous wind, you're like, yeah. dude, or like an ancient power boost. Because you already know the percentage is really low. Right. And so you're like, oh dude, this was the only win con to boost on this. And it's so low. Whereas if I knew it was a fifty percent chance of a boost or or no boost. Then I'm like, all right, well, like, I mean, that was a coin flip, but it was gonna, it was probably gonna happen. It feels way worse to lose when that you their win con's so small. It feels yeah. way better when you lose when their win con was already decently high or a coin flip. That's my thought. I guess also like some shielding decisions are essentially coin flips as well. So I, I yeah, like exactly. It. Yeah, we're already we're already going off of that in some respects. But I feel like uh, I mean, people also feel a little more agency with that because that's your choice to bait or not bait into shield or yeah, not shield. Whereas true. with the uh, RNG, is there's nothing in your control. Yeah. Um, I think it feels bad though when it's like an Octazuka because you debuff by what two attack stages, right? <laughs> that that is yeah. that's super. Well, annoying. I believe tornado, I guess. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the double yeah. attack stage is a lot more annoying. I will say that, mm. but it's a single stage. I don't know. I I think Scald is fine in his current. Yeah, I I I don't personally have any bad thoughts on it. To be honest, it is definitely a very powerful move. I I think that's interesting. I like the damage on it. Um, and unless you get rid of the debuff completely, I like it at fifty. Yeah, but that's just that's my take. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't know. Should we talk about the teeth topic? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna ask you quickly. Do you even play Little Cup? I did. I played some uh, little holiday cup. I play. I play as much as I can for my patrons that want like different options. Um, so here's my little cup team. Actually, it's a little holiday <laughs> cup, right? So my holiday cup team for context uh, was Wigglytuff, Vigoroth, and Palosand. Okay. Palosand being the shutdown for safe swap Vigoroth. 
Did you did you just make a little <laughs> <laughs> self pleasurism at this finest? Wiggly tough lead, vigorous, and I have a Litwick. Because because okay. Palisade's not as good, right? So, but you yeah, have yeah. still something that kind of walls is, off. Is the, Sandy the, Goss not like viable? Nah, it's not as good. Like, yeah, Lit, Litwick nah, is actually pretty strong though. It's, it's yeah, really strong, okay. and 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 charmers are very strong in little cup because if you're doing neutral charm damage, it chunks. Yeah, you like those. you charm Vigorous can only get one buys him off against Wigglytuff before it gets charmed down. So a lot of times in neutral matches, I just I just shield the Wigglytuff and stay in. Like even if like I have better answer in the back, I just stay in because the alignment and the debuff too. Because they have to shield everything. They have to shield Icy Wind. There's no way they can't shield it. They have to shield Icy Wind or Disarm Voice. Even if they come in a fire type Pokemon, they're like contemplating like shield. This, this is some joke cup, you know. Like it, the thing yeah. is, I and know there's a lot there's of DJ teams. Like, there's a lot of Shadow Vic yeah, like uh, like Rock Hole teams. So, like, big fans of Little Cup dudes. as well, but. Uh, I'm not a huge I, fan, you know, but I, it does go by quick, which is kind of nice. And does like, yeah. yeah, the strategy is very I think different. The only, the only you time I ever played Little Cup was there was I remember it was like the I think it was the Euros um, final like two years ago or something like that. And there was also Go Battle Weekend on the same weekend. And I was like, well, I'm not getting any battles done because I'm watching this. And then I was like, oh, it was I also Master League it. or Little Cup. Was that what it was? Are you like one or I the think other? Maybe, yeah. And yeah, you have yeah. to go a little. And like, realistically, Master League requires you to actually engage. But I was like, yeah. with Little Cup, I could just put in like three <laughs> fast move pressure ones and just just sit there watching like this, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And just tap. And it was it was mildly successful, you know. <laughs> in terms of that, like you know, I got some wins by not actually looking at my screen, so that was kind of funny. So you were uh, playing? Well, I got some of that too at Bastion. I've been playing Bastion Great League. Oh my gosh, the teams are ADA weak. They'll have like a Skarmory lead with like a Charger Bug in the back, and I'll, oh, I'll draw out their only like counter to like Bastion with like a Lick Tongue or something, and then they I, I come in I go in, I go in Bastion to Skarmory. They swap in Charger Bug and just top left. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> laying it up. A little preview for Portland. If I don't, if I do say so myself, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you've been just playing Great League or just not playing at all? Uh, I've just not been playing it at all, but it's mainly been, like, for, like, some personal reasons. Um, and, yeah, I was, like, a decision of, like, okay, do I force myself to play or do I not play and then start playing when I'm more comfortable with playing again? So I decided to take the second option. I think the second option is important. Nothing more comfortable than wearing a clown fit while GBL. I, I had to, I had to weigh up that. I, I definitely did weigh that up as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna place my bets on me. Just you know, get your hair nice and trimmed for that bleach hair. You know, just get get the cut you want, and then you'll be traveling the world with the bleach hair. Do you know what the thing is though? It probably won't even look that bad. So. <laughs> That's a sign of defeat right there. You're already thinking about yeah, it. Like, yeah, nah, nah, you know, just what would I look after, like? You know, the results. Yeah, I don't think it would look that bad. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, we gotta up it next next season. You gonna be like no eyebrows or something? <laughs> don't watch. Like I said, next season I'll be back in London. the same thing for a year straight. Ah, what's the tea this week? Break it down for us. Oh, sniping. Yeah. So, so it started off with um, Brazilian leaderboard player and um, regular retiree, um, João Victor, who... Uh, or, oh, he retires a lot? He retires every season. 
Oh. Yeah, he retires and then still makes it to legend 3500. No one's funnier. he's not retiring. Um, <laughs> he is he is probably the the most retired. <laughs> yeah, more but than then, the nut 93. Uh, oh, bruv, this yeah, because you know what, the nuts actually not you know like you know hasn't been playing in like you know play Pokemon, so, uh, bruv. Jao Victor. Jao Victor plays in the oh, official tournaments too. Retired. Nah, nah, because he's too young, unfortunately, I think. Oh, he's too young. How old is he? Yeah, you know the Brazilian, uh, they have the consent age. So, like, no under-18s can play in regionals. Oh, he's young, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, which is unfortunate. But um, anyway, João Victor um, was being sniped, I guess, by Elite using a Darumaka, which is kind of The João Victor stream? Oh, he does stream, right? I think I've seen him stream before. Yeah, I, so I don't know if he streams or like I I know he definitely streams internally. Maybe he streams. Um, I think he does on, stream on Twitch actually. I think I might have rated yeah. him or seen him stream. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he got sniped, and you know he made a little post about it, and um, I think the post turned into a bit of a joke because was Xiao Victor actually mad about it? He was, but he, oh, the thing he is, was? is, that, that post was serious. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, Initially, he was he was mad about it, but then he kind of like let it evolve into a joke, and then he made a follow up post being like, "Look, I actually was mad about it, and I don't think I should like, you know, let it be a joke because that's kind of I'm like not too J O A O Joao, and maybe there's an X right at the beginning, like X Joao." Um, so yeah, he made a follow-up post afterwards, um, talking about how he actually was annoyed at it. Uh-huh. Um, and you know what? I, I see one part. So he, you know, he was saying like, you know, he's got some like, uh, personal things he's going through and then generally he, um, so here, let me send you the thing. Oh, dude. I, I thought that was a complete joke post when I read it. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know what the thing is? Is that like, yeah, send it to me if you have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the here's the follow up um, that he made. So it's like a proper long document. Isn't it? Um, what is a document? <laughs> yeah. Wait, why is it a document? Uh, he just wrote a lot. Um, oh, okay. Wait, but, let me read um, it for you all from Zhao. Okay. It's it's just so sad to see what's happening in the current in the community. In all my years at GPL, I've never experienced something so absurd and uncomfortable. I played GPL so I can improve as a player and have some goal within the game. But with constant snipes, not only from North America players, but from Asia as well, it bothers me. And this has always existed, really. But I've never seen reports as active as the current ones. It's something outside the game. I'm going through difficult times in my life, daily stress. My um, cockatoo, bird. I think it's bird, yeah, almost died. Family members with health complications, as well as other day-to-day things that get me down. If that's not enough, players with non-existent ethics and a lack of respect and consideration for the other side come along and spoil the existence of those who want to play for entertainment or for those who just want to have some objective. No, I deleted the previous post because I want I would become a joke to the whole world, being known as a whiner, but that's not it. I just have common sense. I'm not an immature player. I've never disrespected anyone in the international community. I'm fully aware of that. I honestly don't know why there's all this nonsense against me. Uh, you may not care, but many people play this game to have some fun. Your fun causes intrigue in the community that could be avoided if there was maturity, but there isn't. I can't imagine when I meet players like these. I wonder when I meet players like these in person, people without any character and you know having to unfortunately look them in the face and try to disguise something. 
it doesn't seem to be like this. Everyone can play their game calmly. If you want to snipe, snipe those who you know don't care. Those who will have fun with you, but not those who don't want to slash don't like it. Please have a minimum of respect. Interesting. Yeah, see, now, so okay. So when then... this tweet was shown to me originally, I was like, mm. oh, that's got to be a joke post. Like, I thought, yeah. like, he was like, it was like a copy pasta kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think, obviously, this is, this is why he made this follow up. And um, we did also, so it wasn't just uh, Joao that had a had an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, world champion Itzaxon also seemed to have an issue with it as well because you know he was also getting sniped. So I think he's deleted his tweets uh, regarding it, or like most of his tweets regarding it. Um, yeah. But now here's the thing, right? So my perspective is obviously a bit of an outside perspective because I'm not a leaderboarder. I've not been in um, that situation. But You're the thing is, I'm like, I'm like, you, oh no, but you you may have a bit more insight into it because you've obviously been at that ELO range where it's possible to snipe people. Uh-huh. But I'm like, look, you, you don't, like, you don't, uh, I want to say you don't pick who you play like okay obviously you don't pick who you play you can make a team that hard counters someone but then yeah. it's likely that you may pair up into someone else who you're going to lose to right uh-huh. so you know if you're choosing to snipe someone you're obviously doing so at the potential cost of your elo and so you're already you know you're already putting something on the line yourself do you know what i mean in it yeah from a person who's getting sniped I mean, your goal is to overcome every challenge that you face regardless of who you're playing, right? So personally, I just feel like it's, not to say it's a part of the game, but it's kind of like, no, nobody's really manipulating anything. Do you know mm. what I mean? You know, I feel like that's just like, you know, okay, one one part that um, Joao said in his thing about how, you know, people like to have fun. Well, people like to have fun in different ways. You get a lot of casual people who don't like to play GBL because they're like, well, I don't like the fact that people play with Pokemon that actually do something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like from a PvP perspective, you're like, well, that sounds wild because I find that as fun, right? So personally, I don't know. I don't think it's as big of a deal as these two are making it, but I don't know. A lot of people seem to be on their side. What's, what's your take on it? Uh, so I, I will say my perspective is a little different. Uh, I definitely have been in leaderboard positions where I could be sniped. Uh, but I don't really stream my battles. I stream my battles to my patrons weekly, but that's about it. Outside of that, I just do my sets at home all the time. So the me getting sniped, like I, I've been sniped maybe like once or twice, but it's when I'm streaming to the public and like it's just someone in my chat that does it and they bring something fun. Um, that like hard counters me at some like like a Kabutops and a, a lower executor. Uh, so, but I, I just I don't know. It doesn't happen to me very often, so I just laughed it off and I was like, no big deal. I actually went won that one too though. So there was that. But but um, I don't know. It's like I think it depends, right? For some people, especially Zhao Victor, like if if he can't play in the Fisher tournaments, this is GBL is as competitive as it could get. Right, because he can't physically compete at the official tournament stuff, so he could compete in the in-game ladder. Uh, I know, I think he was like second to hit legend, like one of the previous seasons as well, um, after JW Naldo, I believe. So, like, you know, definitely a very high skill trainer that, and and especially if you are racing to hit legend or just climbing the leaderboards or trying to yeah. get GBLA, um, and the accent, obviously, someone that's very competitive as well. Um, I think me personally, I just don't put as much value into GBL 
which is why I don't do all my sets all the time. I don't like try hard all the time. Like half the time I'm like watching YouTube or Netflix in the background. I'm like starting the game late a few turns because I'm just like actually not even looking at my screen <laughs> between the queues. Yeah. Um, so me personally, I wouldn't really mind it. Like I'd probably laugh it off if I did get sniped from Elite if I'm running it. But I think at the same time, like it does, if you do these kind of things, you always have to consider the consequences. You know, like, mm-hmm. you can't, like, I think he, I think uh, when Axon made a post about it, uh, Elite first responded saying, my apologies, and I will, I will make my mens by, by, by sniping you again tomorrow at <laughs> your stream time, right? <laughs> you know, like, he doubled down on the joke, and a lot of his friends liked it. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, it's, it is what it is, you know? I don't think, like, it's the most heinous thing in the world, but I do think, like, I think it could be borderline some type of bullying mentality to a degree, right? It, it makes people feel uncomfortable and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a toe-the-line situation. It's kind of like BMing on stage at a tournament, right? right? Is it the right thing to do? Like, sometimes it could be funny, right? Sometimes it could be the right situation. Sometimes if you're the one losing, sure. Like, you throw a BM, like, your opponent's going to laugh. Like, oh, they already won the game, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. If you beat someone so badly and you BM them after and they feel bad about it, like, that's a consequence you have to deal with because you caused that uncomfortability to them, right? You cause what uh, you maybe didn't expect to be embarrassing for them uh, to f- for them to feel embarrassed and feel bad about themselves or whatever. Um, that's just my caution. You know, I, I personally, like, don't have any desire to snipe people. But at the same time, like, I think, I think if that's your thing, I'm not going to be the one to demonize people for it. Because, again, that's, that's not my... GBL's not very high up in my values of things. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I think it's important to be careful about if you do choose to do it, uh, who you do it for. And yeah, I know that I Lee and Accent, I def- definitely like made up on it or talked about it too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if him and Zhao Vitor did or not, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I think there's no thinking of that in it. But um, yeah. Yeah, I think you dude, make a good honestly, point about man, at least the great battle and stuff, dude. You must have ran out of hobbies during this winter break or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now, <laughs> play some Pokemon Unite or something. Like, play yeah. a different game if you're that bored. I mean, I guess like uh, at the same I time, mean, too, he might not take GBL very seriously. So it's like, wow, what am I? Well, so yeah. Like, also, bruv, you know what the thing is? Yeah, like I don't know if it's a case of like when you're in school, you just have a lot of free time. But obviously, that's why a lot of these uh, you know younger players are really good because they have a lot of time to dedicate to it. So. I guess uh, that's your excuse for why you're not better than them, right? That's (laughs) my excuse. You're not. (laughs) You ain't got the time, bro. (laughs) It's not. It's not like back in school days. (laughs) No, no, Um, you have more time when you're back in London, though. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you make a good point as well about how um, I guess it does come on to like a a personal basis with how someone's going to react to it um and i guess that's also the case with just any sort of joke right um yeah that's that's a great point too always depend on Mm -hmm. your audience yeah exactly and so you know if you're doing a joke with a friend and you know that they're going to take it as a joke then it's fine if you're doing a joke joke with someone and they don't take it well um then i guess that's a sign to just not do that joke again in the future you know yeah Um, the thing is in life not everyone's going to like you. In fact, mm-hmm. everyone's not going to like you. 
no matter what you do, even if you do right, like, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying it, like, no matter what, right? Even if, like, the nicest person in the world, there's going to be people that are going to find a way to hate on you. They're like, oh, they're just being yeah, fake yeah. nice, or they don't seem genuine, or, like, I hate their, like, little, like, them offering me stuff all the time. Like, they're just annoying, whatever. Like, there's always going to be people that aren't going to like you regardless, you know? You've and been in that Yeah, you, you probably have, right? There's some people that are, like, so nice, and they annoy you. I dislike someone because they're, so nice. they're too, but it feels, yeah. like, it feels like they were begging it, you know what I mean? But exactly, I mean, I'm sure you have their take and they have theirs. Maybe they were genuine, maybe they're not, right? Maybe you're right. But, but I, I think at the end of the day, like, not everyone's gonna like you. But at the same time, like, you shouldn't also take it as, well, if not everyone's gonna like you, I'm just gonna be, you know, kind of just like screw with people anyway and make fun of them or whatever, right? Like, I, I think there's ways to take it. Um, so there's that. Not everyone's gonna like you, right? No matter what you do. But at the same time, if you push the line too much, there's gonna be a lot of people that don't like you. And if you're okay yeah. with that, that's fine, right? And I, I think the comedy example is great because a lot of comedians toe that line between what's appropriate and what's not. Some some comedians are too PC, like they just don't make it big, right? No one even likes because like they don't they don't get controversial at all or people think their jokes are just boring. And there's people that like make like I was in a one comedy sketch on Netflix, like the official Netflix segment, like comedy sketch, and this guy made a domestic violence joke to start off. And I mean you're making that face. They're like, ooh, I don't know about that, right? The, yeah, a lot yeah. of the audience laughed and he even said, like, hey, if y'all can handle that joke, then we're good to go, right? It don't get darker than this. But but he got a lot of backlash the moment he did it on the internet mm. and stuff. Yeah. But you know, I'm not trying to justify it. I'm not saying that's a joke I make, yeah. but that's a that's a gamble that comedians make on a regular basis. And <laughs> that's a gamble you'd make audience, on a regular basis if you're sniping yeah. people is my is my analogy here yeah yeah in this situation i guess your audience are people you either know or don't know personally if it was someone i didn't know i probably wouldn't care do you know what i mean and, and i'll probably just carry on doing it because i don't know them and their opinion on what i do just is irrelevant for <clears> but yeah. it's like if you're friends with someone and they have a problem with it then maybe you know it stopped snapping, and obviously that's yeah. what happened because you know, like you said, Axon and uh, Elite did have a talk about it. Um, yeah, you know, there's there's definitely like, I you know, at this like my worst advice to the people that are getting sniped are streamers as well, um, and of course, like this is my worst advice. You can ignore or disagree with it, but I think at the end of the day, if you're going to be a content creator, uh, me personally, I don't think it's worth getting too upset over it because there's going to be like as a content creator and as a like a public figure to a degree or as a world champ and stuff as an accent you uh you're going to have haters regardless and you're going to have people that mess with you and they're trying to get a reaction out of you right i mean elite might still snipe him every single day even if he laughs about it and doesn't care but you know that Elite was definitely motivated to snipe him the second time around when, <laughs> when he saw the first time around to piss them off, right? And like, it's kind of like, and I know Axon has done this, so, but I'm just saying, like, I've seen YouTubers throughout the years in Pokemon Go and just other series in general, they'll post on Twitter about their hate comments, be like, man, they were so mean to me about this. Who cares? There's some random nobody on Twitter or on YouTube <laughs> that said this. I when I see that, I screenshot it and make fun of them, right? If you're gonna hate on me, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some content out of this, right? That's how I came in my critique corner because someone believed in the algorithm, right? And it was all because of this. I went back and forth with them. I actually had someone recently do that. I went back and forth with them too on this. Right? I don't mind having discussion with my haters, whatever. Yeah. Squirrel trap of where you at, right? You think we're scared? No, I ain't worried <laughs> at all, right? It doesn't bother me at all. You could be if, the guest star, Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. If Squirrel trap or some hater on this podcast kept hating on it and it bothered us, they're getting what they want, right? I don't care. 
you're a bunch of random nobody saving me on a computer. Even if you're not nobody, come at me, right? <laughs> hey, better engagement for us, more engagement, more trending. <laughs> like you're, you're helping our views. Like you know, like if I'm on your mind, I'm living rent free. Thank you, right? I'll take it. I take it. But anyway, that's. I think that's the thing. I, obviously, like every content creator is different, right? And certain things affect them differently. And I know, like. I can't just say just because it doesn't affect me that it shouldn't affect others, but that would just well, you be, have to be aware of the territory. You have to be aware of the territory and you just, it just, um, I think me, my, me personally, right. This is just my take. So you could feel free to disagree with it. I think long-term, if you want to be a content creator, you can't let these things get to you. Uh, cause it's going to really wear down your mental health and stuff, right? You can't mm -hmm. be worried so much about what others say, right? You have to be believe in yourself and be confident in yourself and like do your thing and you know if they're making fun of you just make fun of them back <laughs> you know i mean you can try to kill them with kindness but these are internet trolls they ain't, ain't killing them with kindness right that's fuel to their that's just fuel to their fire you know so and maybe maybe that won't do anything to you if you make fun of them back but it's yeah it you can always is. mute them time them out yeah you can mute them time out block them whatever you know like i, I mean Bro, imagine if you, if you got involved in every Twitter posts that you don't agree with. Yeah. Probably. There's some people that do, do that. Have no time. I, I don't understand. It. I see people do that and like, I look at their reply comments. I go to them. There's like a bunch of yeah. random nobodies that have like two so followers. Wild. And they're just commenting. Like, <laughs> and like, I don't know. Some Something makes me think that maybe there's like, you know, they might need some therapy or some something else going on in their life and stuff like that. Oh, but bro. it's just like, no, 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 it's just like there's some like all people that are just too consumed by this and you just mm. can't let it get to you. You know? Yeah. Resilience, man. It's a key part of it. Yeah. Just don't let the haters get to you. But um yeah. and if you are a hater out there, yeah. If you're a hater, I, drop I, I, some comments down below like, for us. Yeah. You know, I'll take some haters any day. <laughs> you haven't made it if you don't have haters. And if you have some true, haters and you don't have enough, you still haven't made it. Yeah, look at Pokemane's Twitter. Oh my gosh. She be having haters everywhere. <laughs> Pokemane? Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, has haters there, all yeah. over the place. Yeah. That's when you know you it's made it. <laughs> that's when you know you made it. Yeah. I mean, some of it's also sexism too, which is a little unfortunate, but yeah. um, that's a whole different set of issues. Anyway, that does it for us, I think. Uh, we got some battles to do. Let us know down yeah. below. How many jelly beans do you think I'm eating and he's eating, right? And me and Anacor, right down below, right? Five to zero, three to two, you know? Hey, I'm going to be really eating my words and some jelly beans next week if I lose. I think so. I but, think so. Uh, <laughs> You think so? I, th Yo, I think you're going to be... All right, help this, help this. Let's, let's put you on the spot right now. Double or nothing? Double or nothing for the jelly beans? Yeah, so like if you lose five, you have to eat 10. Jelly beans as well, maybe. Okay. No, no, for a loser, has to eat double the amount they lose. Okay. okay only nothing? the loser eats double the amount. Only the loser, winner doesn't eat anything. Yeah, regardless. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, but like if it's like three, two to me... Yeah, I eat six, yeah. you eat zero. Is that how it works? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Go. Oh, you feel Yo, when this man's Let's pouring go. out ten Let's jelly beans see. next to you, I'm hearing the little shakes and stuff. I can't. There's no way you can avoid ten bad ones. Listeners, I'm gonna do my best. All right, I already know he gonna run some BBM outlines. Right, you know, Anakin playing is safe, safe. Right, you know you're gonna be the safest thing in the world. I made adjustments to my team for Borland this morning that I haven't even tested yet. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, look, uh, uh, 
if I'm eating six, eight jelly beans next week, like it is what it is. I ain't no way I'm eating ten. There's no way I'm losing all five. I might lose four if I'm having a really bad day, but we'll see how it goes. Anyway, uh, thanks all for tuning in. Uh, and if you're at Portland, come say hi. But I will be having my competitor cap on for next week, so we'll see how it goes. Well, predictions on Portland. How do you think? All right, so you made prediction on how you thought speed is cheap with you. How do you think I will do at yeah. Portland, knowing that there's um, roughly eighty-two? I think you'll top. You think so this top is assuming eight? this is going to be a top eight. I think you'll top. Um, It'll be at least yeah, top eight. You know? Yeah. I, I think going... I think past top eight, it really depends on who's really attending. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah just take um, a guess, though. There's a lot of people in the kind of difficult. So, okay, well, assuming it's similar people to last year. Yeah. Shady Equation went yeah, easily good. I'd say top eight. Maybe you get like... Um, you come out in the winner's bracket, but then drop down from the winner's bracket. Like lose twice. <laughs> yeah, and, and, Give me a placement. Give me a number. Up. Give me a placement. Uh, I'm saying like eight to five range. Oh, you don't think I make it past five? You don't think I make that four? You don't think so? Just because I reckon there's some really good players there, and I can't wait to. You know, I mean, the thing is, you, you now, definitely can. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna commit to that. Do you know what I mean? All right. You know. Uh, All right. Again, like there's you know Rubik's master making his um, this season debut. Hopefully, um, it's Axon possibly. I mean, the thing is with that is Axon, he's already qualified, so maybe he's just take it easy. No, he's trying. Um, well, you don't take no nothing easy, man. He's try hard. Didn't he take something easy like the first? Uh, he went to Sacramento. He, I don't think he took it easy. He was just like sick though. I no, think he was recovering. Make, like. No, I swear he said he made like a random team or something. I can't be able to go back. But, oh, no, he said he brought uh, a spice was... team, but it was no spice at all. <laughs> oh, was it none? Oh, it was like oh, a save one. Oh. It was a spice pack. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well. I, but I, I couldn't tell if he was joking or not when he said it was going to be spicy. Oh, right, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, we had on his podcast, he said um, he was going to bring a spice team, but it didn't It didn't look spicy to me. I don't know if he was joking uh, or not, though. But uh, yeah, maybe it was a Shadow Claw um, Sandslash instead of a Powder Snow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there's going to be some. Um, I think there's going to be some top competition. Also, you know what? I don't know if this is particularly a reason, but it's like um, with locals being around and people earning points at uh, locals, I feel like it kind of uh, pushes people to go to regionals more because they're like, mm -hmm. well, you know, I've already banked a decent amount of points. Yeah. I'm kind of already on the way there. As opposed to like, well, if I'm going to go to this, I kind of have to be first or second. I know a few locals that did that, like I, I that have done that so far, so... Yeah, yeah, so you know, I think I think the composition might be pretty decent. So, yeah, eight eight to five, eight to five. I might not even make top, <laughs> but we'll see. Obviously, That's I want you to be do better. But. I mean, I wanted to. I need I need to get some practice in. But all right, starting with this five zero set against Anacor. Anyway, until next time, I'll peace out. But thanks for joining. All right, so.